0: recorded on a phone but don't worry
2: the audio of the show is at a higher quality
0: you know the podcasters association voted the top last show with number one
3: so welcome Welcome to, to the show
1: well 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 look at us well hope you're enjoying your Biscuit. What? I'm going to read a quote from uh, Penn Gillette from, of course, Penn and Teller that I really like. It's about the whole, you know, kids. Well, we'll read the quote, but, um, you yeah, know, let, let John, do you mind reading it? No, I don't. There you go. I'm going to put this little.
4: Go ahead. There's a new sensibility at campuses that's completely blown my mind because I've always defaulted to the kids are all right. Every time adults say something against kids, the recorded history, they've been wrong. Whether it was video games or comics or rap, I've never quite been able to see sensitivity as being in the same category as those other things, but I'm worried that maybe I should.
1: Now, I love the quote, and I love the sound of someone that is being able to rethink what they might have thought, because that's what it does sound like. It sounds like he's afraid that he's fighting it a little. Like, oh, they so – and and pen. I'll tell you what, I would love to talk to you about it because, um, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And, you know, sometimes when I preface on this stuff – we talk about it on the show today a little – I always think, like, should I preface? But I'm always thinking in my head there's someone looking for individual cases. We're not saying kids have been right every kid every time. Of course not. But we're talking about when it comes to a movement – and again, the funniest thing about this, I think we're not going to see it all 20 years from now or whatever time passes, uh, is the calling it sensitive. And I've talked about this before. Like if you were in therapy and, you know, uh, your significant other said, I'd rather them not call me stupid in front of everybody or I'd rather. And the therapist went, oh, well, maybe you should stop calling uh Her stupid in front of everybody. Now that you know she's sensitive, we'd be like, I don't know if that's sensitive. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm not saying that people can't be sensitive. Of course they can be. Sometimes it's time to tell the person that is uh, asking for behavior behavioral changes. You know what I meant to say? Uh, Hey, put on, get a thicker skin. You know, relax. They made fun of your hat, but. I think we're going to see most things that became big issues, not individual people complaining. But when it becomes a movement, um, that it's not going to be looked at as sensitive. It's just going to be, yeah, just decent common understanding of our fellow man. So I really like that quote. And um, there you go. Okay. Um, By the way, sometimes on the show, you might not even know that these weren't Joe McKenzie's because uh we've never really mentioned it but I call there's there's a guy that we play his songs it's like with that bouncy you know uh, I can't even do it to do the tune but it's you'll you'll they're very recognizable it's like this this the singing this person's name with a very bouncy tune and it's a guy his name is Matt and he's sung over 10,000 names so uh I called him and we did a little interview on the phone. I was curious, like, when did you start? How, you know, did you ever add new ones? Which he had an interesting story. Um, But we'll play it on the show next week. Probably have a family show. His name's Matt and it's Modern Media. Modern Media. So, uh, and that's not all he does. That's one of the things that he did that sort of took off. But 10,000, that's like, well, we, we, uh, I called him. All I had was my phone in my living room and I had my old cell phone and I recorded me just talking to him for about 15 minutes. But um, there you go. Chip Chantry, ladies and gentlemen, if you live in Philadelphia, Philadelphia, today is Friday. This, is it Wednesday? Oh yeah, I yeah, yeah. hope I'm not wrong. Go to Chip Chantry's pinned tweet or it's one of his tweets. He's recording a CD. And if you're, If you like the Todd Glass show and you're listening, we just looked at it. It's Wednesday, August 29th at 8 o'clock. Wednesday, August 29th. Wednesday, August 29th at Helium Comedy Club downtown on Samson Street, Philadelphia. If I said that right, Samson Street. So if you like the show, then I, I always like when people go out and support people that are on the show a lot. So Chip Chantry... Um, at Helium. A great comedian at a great club. What else you want to do with your Wednesday night? Huh? Also, Michael, you sent a song into the show. I'm going to play it next week. I liked it. All right, that's it. Uh, do you have any final words, John, Bran Wagner? Do you want to talk Fish? I just paused it. You know what we didn't talk about also? Next week we're going to have a family show. So John, Bran Wagner, went to see Fish. And if you don't know, the show got canceled. So we'll talk about that next week. Did he make the best of it? What did he do? When did he find out? How do you find out? Where was he? Was he already there? Was he on the way there? Did people still get to what? What happened? Well, we'll find out next week on the Todd Glass Show. All right, I might have, uh, I think my opening sounds a little choppy because I had to stop it a few times to get the facts. All righty, well, that's it. I hope you're good. I'm exhausted. I need to get my second wind because I got a show tonight. All right, well, that's it. Uh, Thank you. Bye. Enjoy the show.
3: Now entering Nerdist.com.
1: Wow, it's the opening of the show. Can I get a little of a, a rumble on the piano? Wow, I think I like it. I like it. What a show! Right? You feel it? Shh. Jeff Tate is here. Everybody. Wow! Keep that rumble going. Keep that rumble on the piano. That's right. I make a big deal. Wow. Eric is not here because Ian Shorty had a meeting tonight. Meeting. Sounds erroneous. Eric Calver. Eric is over there on the drums and on the piano is Aaron Simon. Producer Aristotle sits behind the board as normal alongside the musical producer of this show, the Paul... Schaefer, plus more John Brand Wagner, everybody. Can the rumble continues? Now, from what I understand, since we could not have a trumpet player for Jeff, is it true that JJ came in and laid down some tracks? Is that true, John? It's true, that's true. Sure. We can't have live trumpet. We're going to have someone come in, like a professional for our guests, and lay down some trumpets. So why don't we play them in? That's the way we do it, ladies and gentlemen. What a show, right? Wow. Wow. Jeff Tate, everybody, for the whole two hours. Wow, feel it. Feel the drums. Play drums. Play like your life depends on it. Jeff Tate, everybody! Wow, Eric! God, you are! Jeff Tate's here. Jeff Tate, are you shitting me? Jeff Tate, everybody! Look at him sitting right across me. He's all mine for two hours, and I fucking love it. That's right. God, we're gonna have so much fun. You don't, you don't, you don't know the fun. You don't know what you're about to experience if you're a first-time listener.
0: Shut up!
1: My friend Jeff is here, so I wrote this little song. No, there's nothing more, uh, Jeff. I am so glad you're here. We wanted to make a big deal. That's not even your. That's the intro to the cold opening. We talk for about 25 minutes, then we're going to take a break and then come back and play a little intro we made just for you.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. That's so many intros. Well, that's what it's all
1: about. <laughs> <laughs> now let me ask you this, real quick. We're going to rip. You know the way I do it. For some reason, yeah. these things I want to rip through, and then get to this. And yeah. I stopped doing it, but now I'm in the mood to do it again. But let's go in order. We were at the Petaluma Comedy Festival. Yes, sir. And. Uh, Duncan said Petalama. Petalama?
2: It's Petaluma. Yeah. Petaluma. The well, the uh, the name of the festival was the Petalama Petaluma Comedy Festival. Well, they should fix fax it. Yeah, uh,
1: no, they. Uh, I mean the name, but yeah. but but they could name it whatever they want because uh, because uh, uh, you know quirky names start. It was so much fun. Look, there's always some things that you you know you you change as the years go on, but they got so much right. A lot was right. They did so much right. The hotel was great. All the people were really friendly. And uh, it was just—it's always so much fun. And and you know what? It was a six-hour drive. I went with Blake Wexler. Who did you go with? Ryan Singer. You went with Ryan Singer. Yeah. Oh, Ryan's great. Yeah, we had a lot. Of, we had a big fun drive. Wow. And then and then I, also Duncan came along, and he and he and he was in the band. And Blake filled in with the band. And there were two local people, uh, Chase and uh, Jacob, that were uh, in the band. And it yeah. was and it was a, and they were just great. And the audience was. They were nice. It was fun. Should we talk about the hawk later or now? I don't, I mean, how about both? It was very hard for me to watch a guy be able to walk around the room with literally two George Collins, a hawk on his hand. Yeah. It's not like he went into the show and wanted to sit down and watch the show. All right, I'd be okay with that, you know? But he, he, people were like coming over and petting it. Yeah, taking pictures with this goddamn bird. It's just oh. a
2: scary bird.
1: And you know what? I felt bad for the bird, of course, because the bird doesn't want to be in a comedy club. The you... bird doesn't care for this liberal shit. N- no. So, <laughs> <laughs> And then he's patting people. And I just think, please. just like. So one woman said it the best. She goes, because it's a weird energy. And you know what? It's sad. And it's also annoying. It can be all of them. I get it. If you dig deep enough, there's a guy that's used to getting attention. And now there's a show in the room that's really going well, and it's odd. You don't expect it at a bar. He doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't know there's some really cool performers in town, and this audience is coming in to see them. So once the show starts, the overwhelmingly, everybody at a place that normally has probably got music and people are, is watching the show. Everybody. And he doesn't know how to deal with it. Cause like, so he, now he starts, what did you say? He's going to walk around the room like now to let people know? Yeah, yeah. Like, he's just just
2: like, hey, bird here. (laughs) Bird over here. Look at my bird. Put some
1: reverb on him, and I look like I'm up on stage. Okay. Okay. So, anyway, I... uh I was recently. I I, I went back. Here. I went back to Philadelphia and picture
2: uh, with the bird so, here.
1: So and and the funny thing about being in Philadelphia oh, is oh
2: my bird. I'm sorry. I thought you asked about I grew my up bird. growing it's up. Well, hawk. I
1: grew up there. I grew up when I was in Philadelphia. When excuse me. I, I for a, for I mean, when I was a little was a kid. A I I lived in Phil. Oh wait. What I think it, it was. It, it was a falcon.
2: I mean I don't know. I call him Birdie. But anyway. I say, hey, get your picture with Birdie. One woman
1: said it the best. She was sitting at the desk, and I looked at the guy with the bird, now outside. And uh, the the rumor was, you told me. Do you remember telling me (laughs) (laughs) that?
2: Outside.
1: You... You told me that the bird wanted to see my say he doesn't care for your comedy. Yeah, yeah. But the, the bird does. The you guy himself doesn't
2: care for comedy. But, the, but bird, the bird was a big fan of. He, the yeah. bird was like top Glass band. Yeah, I'm he here knew with the top Glass band.
1: The bird heard that one time there were two pigeons sitting in the first row at one of my shows. So. Yeah,
2: the bird. Yeah, the bird. <laughs> the bird was coming to tell you why sometimes birds live in bad neighborhoods. Right. Exactly. He's yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, are you Talk Glass? Well, listen, we don't, uh, I mean, the oh. system is designed to keep us down. We were born poor. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. See, I
1: stick up for the common pigeon. Yeah. Does that make any sense?
2: It
1: does. Hey, can I tell you something real quick we're going to do? I don't, I don't want to talk bad about Cody Woods, but ever since he, there's some show coming out, Kevin Hart is the host, and it features some new comedians. And uh, he's on, he, got, he got chosen, and uh, him with some other really cool comedians. And uh, he just sits in his room now. And he uh, just talks on the phone. I think mostly to his, I think to, I, I don't know, like a friend. So we put, we put a microphone in Cody's room. Oh yeah. And then we can hear him. I mean, just, what if he's jacking off? Well, come on, why do you have to make it I disgusting? Mean, what if he's, we'll, what if, well, if he's? Then we'll have. Then we'll put it. Then we'll start. If that's the case, then we'll start. What's that club called? Platinum Club. <laughs> <laughs> what's What's it called? God damn it. Uh, gentlemen no the word uh, we should have a, a patreon. P- patreon do me a favor and edit that out please no i'm kidding uh, but edit it out seriously and then i want to come in and just be able
2: to say and will you laugh really hard is that sad no i do i Ugh, like somebody some some needs to save this bit i fucked it up okay
1: oh by the way i'm kidding we're not really going to edit any of it out you didn't do anything wrong you're perfect you're here and i'm um, pure joy and i love that i love that it got this lost but anyway <laughs> but uh, so to george and we're not editing anything out Okay, now I go right back to it. So seriously, Aristotle, can you just... Oh, this feels so sad. I'm just going to come in and say Patreon. Okay, Jesus Christ. All so, right. Cody, and just... Can you all laugh? Don't overdo it. Just ta- tastefully feather in some laughter. Oh, yeah, yeah Okay. Yeah. Just tastefully feather in some laughter. That's all I ask. And I'm being serious. So anyway, um, just say... Uh, what if he's... What if, what you said?
2: What if he's... What if he's uh, ma- masturbating?
1: Well, we'll sell that on the... Pa- I guess we'll start Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I owe it to people because I want to. When that's going on, I can't feel any better. It's like heroin. The commitment to the bit of the bullshit. And I tell you, my favorite part was as soon as I said, feather it in tastefully. I knew you guys would fucking know. And none of you disappointed.
2: So anyway. so You meant meant make it sound like a bird was laughing, right? No, it was beautiful. That's what I thought Whatever it was, (laughs) and I believe
1: it. That's how vain I am. Okay, turn on that mic in Cody's room. He's probably mid-sentence if I know.
5: Anyway, he told me it was like the great set, really good set. They might even have to edit out some of the laughs because they actually have to,
1: you know, keep in. Oh, turn it off, turn mind. it off, turn it off. I can't listen anymore. They might have took <laughs> They might have Put... to edit out some of the laughs? Who says that? Thank you. Turn it back on for a second. And so
5: anyway, he's like, you know, I'd be very intimidated to follow you. Good thing I didn't. And all right, all right, all right. I, we'll, go, we'll go
1: back to it. because I, I wish hard. I who this he is, talking about. This is, he's talking about himself. It's too hard for him to follow himself. I don't talk him to somebody else, and I think he was. Usually, he's is this
2: about that Kevin Hart thing? Does yes. he think Kevin Hart can't follow him?
1: I hope not, because I've seen Kevin Hart perform in front of sixty thousand people and he didn't have any problem. Does he? Hold on, turn his mic back
2: on. But also, Kevin Hart can follow anybody. I know. I mean, I if know. he gets right up behind you, you can't see him over your shoulders. <laughs> he's just a little guy. Come on, don't be rude. I'm not rude. He, he listens it. to the show. He <laughs> does.
1: Go ahead.
5: They said, you know, we'll probably give you a pilot, you know, because it was just, you know, it
1: really told everything about your life. The laughs were great. And uh hold on. I want to do this bit differently. And I think the audience will appreciate it. I think if you're back from it, so we're getting it's going to sound better. okay? but I say leave it in because then people see how watch. Turn the mic back on. I right, turn it off. Could. We'll go back to it later. This is It's hard to digest. This
2: is 24 hours a day. All he there? does is talk about it. It's ridiculous. It always sounds like uh, the way he starts all his sentences with, well, anyways. Right, it right, sounds right. Like we're, it sounds like he knows yeah. we just snuck up on him. <laughs> Let me. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: okay,
2: thank
1: you back there, Eric. Right, play, no one plays drums like Eric Calver. No one plays drums like Eric Calver. Thank God. Seriously. Hey, by the way, Eric, to George Carlin.
3: Nobody
0: can play the drums quite like Eric Calvert. You. It's the Todd Glass Show podcast with Eric Calver on drums.
1: Eric Calvert, to George Carlin, it, it, it's amazing. Like, to watch you... To, I, the expression I use Tell me if I say it right You find beats In between beats In between beats Yeah That's right Right you, any, Some people To find the beat Is hard enough But then to find a beat In between the beat In between the beat And I think I literally Might be right Now I know Maybe I added one too many But I don't think so Because you find beats In between the beats And then I feel like You take it to another level And it's like Fucking Wow And then I get used to that And I'm on the road And like, can I tell you something All the drummers Seriously To George Carr And always do a nice job but you can get spoiled by someone that might be just like when I was doing comedy for five years and I would watch it, a comedian that had been doing it for 15 and go, wow, I, you know, that's all. So you, spo- you, you spoil me when it comes to the drumming because it's like it's because fu- I'm used to just playing something and then he finds it. But on the road, I'm like, I expect that. That's how I talk to them. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll play it. And you'll, you'll play. And they're like, wait, is it a two count or a three count? I go, I know nothing about counts. Eric, I, I just play it and he plays along. Oh, does he have a monitor? Sometimes he does. Sometimes he doesn't. And he just plays it. I try to teach him to do the roll of the thump. John has witnessed it now, John. How hard is it? Do the roll like a the roll of the thump. We gotta record that roll of the thump. Okay, you know you how hard it is it, to tell people to do that? Because when I do the bite of the shark, it gets watch this. When I go, when I bite, do it. I go. And it get I tell a joke and I go. And I don't know how to tell them to do it. So let's isolate that. Watch this, three in a row. That helps jokes out. You go, you know, whatever. The guy said the shoes are run small. I said, then fucking send them back. Wise men say. You got Jeff Tate for 2 hours baby Okay, let me rip through some stuff. Let me rip through some stuff. Hold on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Jeff is biting at me and I didn't notice it and every time he bites at me, he's doing the Oh, that guy back there likes it. We're doing a live show tonight out of Denver, everybody. Well, look at that young man in the back.
2: I think he's half Chinese. That's what I, I imagine the guy sounded like when he got his arm stuck when he was rock climbing right before he cut it off. Like when he was trying to get people's help. <laughs> oh. After he ran out of words to say, but before he cut off his arm, that was him. Ah, ah. This guy's laughing. This is somebody I know, by the way.
1: This is somebody you know? <laughs> to George Carlin. Two George Carlin's? Yeah, no, listen, don't be... F- <laughs>
2: you know two, two different George Carlin's?
1: I want to ask you a question. I want to move by this stuff real quick, okay. and then I want to get to this. I'll answer I'm anything. just going to relax. I'm already sweating. I'm under oath, so
2: Okay. I have the, to b- Be
1: honest with me. I don't want to turn it into an hour debate. I just want to move past this stuff so quick, but I think I can. Turn on Cody's uh, microphone again.
5: Best-looking comedian I've ever... Oh, turn it off.
1: Turn it off. Best. So turn it back on.
5: God, it just ruins my day. And oh like, stop,
1: I can't. He's telling everyone. He says this I, I know what he's doing. He's he goes, This guy's telling him. Oh, I'm the best looking comedian. Yeah. And then he talks about how tight he is with uh with Kevin Hart. Turn it on, turn it on. Oh, turn it on, me and Kev. Just, you know, oh, up, me and Kev. <laughs> anyway, so um <laughs> I can't I, I wanna hear it, but then it makes me instantly nauseous. So I'm gonna go to it the whole show. I guarantee you this. I'm embarrassed. Through for the him. through the whole two hours, I guarantee you. You think, well, he'll probably be off the phone in half an hour. I wouldn't be surprised if he's
2: still talking on the phone. I mean, maybe he's, like, on Twitch. There's other ways for, for him to spend his time in that room, maybe. Can I ask you something? And, 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 and I know John will have
1: probably the biggest input on this. And I really don't mind if I'm wrong. To George Carr and I might be wrong. But my instincts, I'll tell you what it is, because usually I talk backwards. The scooters that are all over the birds. I'm not saying... And by the way, I might just be dead wrong, but I'm going to sell it the way I want to sell it. If somebody's living through it, I want to know... Um, I don't doubt that there might be a problem with them, but can't we fix it? Is there? Isn't it? And I, by the way, I, I'm not going to preface it again. I, I, I might say this, and the reality of it might be they're in the they're they're laying all over the place. And those are those little scooters that they're having around a lot of places, and a lot of people are complaining about them. I get it. I get it. Um, is there a chance though that instead of complaining about it, we should help fix it? And uh, always. And, and the, the and, answer
2: is yes, always to every question like that. <laughs> Instead of complaining about it, should we fix it? Well, Fuck, I think if yeah. you
1: acknowledge the good in them, unless there isn't any, the, look, the good in them, and the good in them, and I'm not saying there is, some things are better off not here. I'm not implying that everything that comes along new is great, but let's... If, if it is, yeah, yeah, and that should be a... a, a but there's a, fly- a
2: way, there's a way to be like, you know what, this isn't great, rather than be like, fuck you, from, fuck your shit. Well, especially if the best part of them... Hey, the worst part of them might be real, and
1: I'm, I'm not spitting on that. It doesn't have to be that the worst part of them has anything to do with having cancer. I get it. If the worst part of them is people going, they're dangerous, and they're on the sidewalk, and now people are come flying past them, I'm not... But I think it would be a lot easier to put it in the proportion if you thought there was the good end of them, and I thought it was probably less. People might not drive if they yeah. can get in one of those things. And Any
2: yeah, anything oh. that keeps people off the street, like off, out of out of cars, so set some rules. Yeah. What do you, what do you, John? What's your experience with
1: them been? I, I use, use them, them a lot.
4: To, yeah, I get I use them to get to work. It's uh, it's as much as like the sharing a lift or whatever, so I rather just do the bird because it's like by myself. It's a little quicker because you don't have to wait on a guy that's ten minutes away.
2: Can you take the? Can you take them on the highway? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
4: Hell yeah! Well, I, I talked to someone who had a great. I talked to someone who had a great idea. Is uh, the metro should like control them and have like little yeah. stations at like I'm all the bus that stops. That's not,
1: well, like, maybe that's what'll right, happen, yeah. Yeah. and then people might go. People might say they're complaining about them. Well, yeah, yeah, if they do something about it, well, then just, just maybe it's just a better energy. And by the way, again, if you think no, they're better off say goodbye to them. But if you're like with some stringent rules, yes. But
2: again, Todd, you're giving you're giving the people who are complaining about them are... By the way, don't be surprised. Re-
1: um, and I'm too George Carter. I mean this. I guarantee we have some listeners
2: that have been complaining
1: about them that are, that, are, that are not crazy, that are not... That just might maybe once in a while I affectionately have to go... Remember, don't just turn into that. It's a slow, slippery slope. If everything new is bad, are you going to be a part of the person that when the a fuel injection
2: comes out, that when it's not perfect, you're going to go, oh, we should have just kept carburetors. Right? Like, I mean, that's a, that's a classic example. Everyone's aware of the old carburetor uh, fuel injector switchover. That's M- are st- most people? Or are you being funny? <laughs> um, maybe Neither. <laughs> uh, but the, like people complain about like remember when cell phone like cell phones came out like oh this can do what look at all right. look at everything okay. this could do Thank oh you. i'm you gonna just... get on the i'm gonna be on the internet on my phone you're the same dumb fuck that complained about I mean, uh, that's the way by the way, uh, bicycle helmets, and before that, bottled water. What by are you the way, going around with a bottle of water. Remember, I,
1: I thought I used to make fun of that in my act. People would go, "Oh, yeah, you know, what's now?" Kids wear bicycle helmets. Yeah, because cops knocked on doors and said, "Your child's dead." Yeah, that's why. Not because everything was fine. And people go, "You know, what we should do uh, what are what are the what are the head injuries with children falling off their bikes?" There's zero. Ah, uh, we should stop making kids wear helmets for no reason, and then people can make fun of how stupid we were.
2: I mean that's like that's like what uh, Republicans do it all the time where they're like look at the crime rate like I remember when George Bush took office his first year they were mm-hmm. like look at what the crime rate is under George Bush, it's way down than his first year than it was in Bill Clinton's first year completely ignoring the fact that like Bill Clinton's first year was under those previous president's policies and George Bush's first year was under the previous well, president's can I, policies. Can I tell you something? Yeah. That's you when do the I same say thing now at Trump. Things are
1: right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things are not topical, and if you look at things topical, even smart people are going to come to wrong conclusions. But if you, are you not- look
2: at it, if you look at it and go, "Well, kids don't even die on bikes anymore. We shouldn't have helmets." Well, the helmets are why they're not dying on bikes. You <laughs> dumb right. shit. And, and by the <laughs> exactly, like, do you want kids to die on bikes? Hey,
1: can I tell you something? It leads me back whenever I have another example to throw into the pot about what I call uh, a friend of mine's mom. Uh, she, he said, Mom, they're putting beet juice in vegan hamburgers to make it seem like a more real... She goes, that's crazy. And that's when I realized, and I'm going to repeat myself, oh, it's not anything to do. It could be recycling. The Redskins prefer not to be called this. Beaten. It's just anything new. And that's what I say. Don't be... Don't be weary if something comes along new and you doubt it. No, that's okay. Sometimes things come along and they're not good, and they can go away. But sometimes they come along and they just need to be fixed. Make sure you don't just throw everything into let's get rid of it. I'm not saying in some situations it is get better. But don't come to all your conclusions. You should be embarrassed if you're listening to the show. And let's say we have the same sense of humor. We might, but a friend of yours should be embarrassed. If I can go... You tell me one thing about you and I'll tell you 10 things about you. I shouldn't be able to. You should be under yeah, wonder yeah. how I can. Even a sane person that disagrees, if you tell me one thing about you and I can tell you ten things about you, that should bother you that I'm right. Now, if I'm wrong, but I wouldn't be. You tell me you're against recycling or it's b- bullshit or whether you tell me one little thing about you, I can list 15 things about you and you know what they all are. Uh, the Redskins should shut up. They should take yeah, a knee. Yeah. Beat Scoop Beat and Sanja. Recycling. Uh, every, everything
2: new. Be careful. Bottles of water. Bottles of what water. What do you slice you can't, bread? Slice right? bread. All right, let me, let when me I go. was a kid, we had to slice our own bread. Today's <laughs> generation is soft. <laughs> <laughs> Your generation was dumb. <laughs> Should have figured out how to cut the goddamn bread, you dumb fuck. Don't Thank blame you. us.
1: By the way, let's yeah. talk about the people that before they sliced bread, those people were all idiots.
2: <laughs> all right, listen.
1: I want. I wanna I want to move past this stuff because I'm exhausted. But um, I think. I had a friend that was holding on to comedically, I get it, sometimes it's like you want to bring whatever it is, the the C word, you know, about about a woman. And I said, maybe the best way to stop using that word privately, I know some people go, oh, once in a while I, I hate that word, but I wish they'd bring it back for this person. Maybe the best way to do it is figure out what... Bothers you about that person, and this comes to using any adjectives. You know, if you figure out why does that, because you're usually saying about somebody, and I know some people use it about guys too. But whether it's a guy or whether it's a girl, you're fine. There's something about that person is just cutting that you don't dislike them. You there's people you dislike, but there's something. You know, like Ann Coulter, some people would. Yeah, it's, uh, well, like, okay. it's like there's
2: nothing good. There's just there's something no... that really
1: rubs you the wrong way, and you might be right, and their actions might cause a lot of people pain, and maybe, but not that. Let's not may pretend that's when all people would use that word, but um, you know, amongst some right? maybe civil people, seeing what she her the words cause the pain of people might go, oh, maybe they should bring that word just back for, and the way to never use it, even because because you know, even amongst when you're private and you think you're using it absurdly is to go, what is it that is so cutting about her that I can't take it? And probably nothing leads back to her vagina. Nothing. What is it? And then spend a little bit of time, and you will be able to come up with a word that is good. Because I get it. That word works. But you can come up with a better word. And it's just as cutting. That's the point. The word that replaces it doesn't have to be muke. It's not like going, instead of shit, I'll say shoot. No, fuck that. That right? doesn't instead do it. Of, instead, instead of, of fuck, say, I'll uh, say fudge. Yeah, but yeah, you ever see a, a one of those videos where someone, you know, a cop has to, uh, no one ever says, you know, open up the fudging door. When, sh- when <laughs> shit hits the fan, you say fuck. So I'm not saying the word that you're going to replace it. Whatever it is, whether it's gay or retarded or whatever it is, Jew me down whoa, or whether whoa, whoa, you, you, you can come
2: up with a word. Whoa, what's wrong
1: with those words? Thank you. And we'll be <laughs> back with Jeff Tate. All right, there we go. Now, here we move on. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through this because I'm going to feel better.
2: Wait, can I? Is, sure. I really want sure. for I uh, think like the the word because I was thinking about what you said about Ann Coulter, and the word is reprehensible. She is reprehensible. A menace to society. That's like reprehensible. You are is like repre- worse ha- than bad. Say it again. Reprehensible. Could we put your rep- say that and add a, a menace to society? Reprehensible. A menace to society
1: this Friday. A menace to society is an insult, and I've heard it used, and I'm not going to say about who, but it was about a comedian. Whoa. A menace to society. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa, Okay, who would have thought that I could flip by this and we're going to still give a
2: uh, 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 love. Hey, what do you think I is going on in on that dude's show. bedroom? On.
1: Oh, turn on Cody's microphone.
5: It wasn't two million I just what? cut him off. I just cut him off immediately. And oh, he's talking to, to Nancy, with, I think. come back with a real fucking offer. You know, I don't oh, care who you are. Oh, Mr. Spielberg, we come up with you. Yeah, he didn't fuck turn you, down $2 million. million dollars. from of Mr. Course.
2: Spielberg? Is he... Oh, because yeah. of a Kevin Hart set? I got
5: another call. Hold on one
2: second. No, there's no way. I've done stand-up oh, on Comedy Central. You don't enough. get other calls. No, no.
5: Hi. Oh, hey, yeah. Yes, yes, I'll totally take it. Okay, yeah, I'll talk to you later. All right. Hey, are you still there? Yeah, I, I totally told him the fuck off. You oh, know? stop
1: it! Oh, yes. He's saying he got offered two million dollars, and he tells this guy Steven Spielberg, who's probably producing it at some level. Yeah, yeah. What. Oh, is I love the chain. I can't get enough of it, <laughs> Cody. It's embarrassing. Okay, so listen. Um, so reprehensible. Could you co- anybody else? Come up with some words that are just that could help you when you're trying to talk about it. You represent pu- pundit. Pung? What's that word? Pundit. No. Pundit. Oh, repugnant? P- repugnant. That's too hard to say, but it's, Republi- say it again. Republican. Say it again. Oh, there you go. <laughs> is that what you're trying to say? Say it again. Uh,
3: repugnant? Repug- say
1: it, and then ah, Republican. Repugnant uh, Republican. No, I don't even like talking about Democrats and Republicans because I really don't care. Just to me, it's the issue. Whatever the issue is. I'm an issue person. But anyway, the rest of my day, tell about someone. There's a listener that listens to the show. Oh, we're going to talk about him later. His friend, <laughs> do you know, um, hold on, hold on. You know who that, uh, hold on. Don't don't. please let me lose you. I'm, I'm great. I'm great. I just got a little lost, but I'm okay. Okay, yeah, let me talk about this one more thing. There's a listener that listens to the show. Aristotle, I'm going to make this your responsibility. And I wanted to give him a shout-out because he said his friend stopped listening. Just He's got busy, but he thinks he needs the silliness back in his life. So we're going to send a direct, you know, like we're going to grab that person and pull them right back into the tag last show. So remind me that, even if I have to look at my emails when we take a break. So just bear with me, everybody. This is the cold opening. We haven't even started the show. Now, you might think this is a weird thing to bring up. We're going in for the close, and we're going to take a break and come back and play your your song, which I'm very excited about. But, but believe it or not, uh, by the way, you can talk about this when I, when I do my rant. You're welcome to talk for 30 minutes, but I don't think we have to get into intricacies. I'm going to talk about on the on the peripheral level not what we think of the me too movement not what we think about take a knee not but how people will listen to you if you well, here's my here's my point that and it applies to all the others but it started with racism when people go oh the racism when you know I'm around people still we're around comedians I don't and we're around people that we love but sometimes you know we know they're on the wrong end of the whether it's the me too movement or take a knee or the police brutality and right jeff yeah 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 and and people that we but 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 you know what do you do like and I think it's a good time for me. I'll talk for myself to prove that I just don't like to hear myself talk. And I think the new way for me to do that when so, let's we're going to use the racism thing, but then we're going to spread it to everything. Uh, oh well, you know uh, that's the, they're just unnecessarily using the racist card. And I want to say to somebody before you talk about it. Here's I think a way to find out. That, you know, is this person worthy of having a conversation with them? People can adamantly disagree with you, but still be worthy of a discussion. That just means cognizant of your thought, understanding, you know, what's being put at them. So anyway, here here's here's what, what the, my point is. I'm sorry, I got, a, I got a little lost. Is that the first thing you should ask somebody is, what do you the percentage? Because they've always had the argument most of the time, oh, I think this much is real, that much is fake. Okay, accept whatever they offer. So what part of racism look we know that a percentage of racism is bogus and nobody hates that more than people that are you know they throw in the racist card is what I mean. The racist card is unnecessarily used. There is a percentage of it. But yeah
2: nobody likes that better than actual Mm racists. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my Jesus. Um, (laughs)
1: So so we know that there is a percentage of that when it of course when people when people use it and it hurts the cause more. So ask that person what do you think the percentage is and accept whatever they offer. So that, let's say they say, then be honest, you have to say to them. You have to make people relaxed to tell the truth. You have to go, don't be afraid of judgment. You, I, what, if I understand, and by the way, if the answer is you don't ever think it's real, be, be brave. I won't yell. And, uh, and I think most people would say, uh, let's say, I bet I'm right. Either way, you have, I have a way to take it. But I think they'll be like 5% or 10 off or whatever they have and go, okay, we're going to talk about when it's used wrongly. I'm going to accept your that 5% of the time it's real. In that 5% of the time that it's real, I'm gonna, as much as I like to talk, I'm going to shut up, I'm going to listen. And You should say this to somebody. How do you think that impacts somebody's life from a young age? Um, and, I, and, I, and I'll be quiet for a little while, and I'll really listen to what you have to say. And this is when I judge Judy. It's when your face turns sour and you go, it better bring a tear to my eye. Because <laughs> if you got it, it would. And I didn't argue the number. Whatever it is you offer, you said 1% is real. I go, okay. In Tomorrow we're going to talk about when it's used wrongly for seven hours. Now, five minutes, when it's real, even though you said 1% of the time, go ahead. And I think that's true with all these things. I spread it to people would be more likely to listen to you if they believed that you thought the cause was necessary. The same thing with the Me too I hear people that are on the, such the wrong side of that. Does a mov- can a movement need help? Yes but people are going to be more likely to listen to go no that is a necessary movement that that needs a little help i feel but they're not going to listen to you if you if you if you don't from your heart and your guts go no of course that's a necessary movement and you say it so they believe you not just moving past it oh yeah yeah I'm sure but when you say it and then they're going to be more apt to listen to you if they believe that you think it's real and I think a lot of people don't think it's real and I wish that they would have the courage to go no I think none of it's real because it will make you look less crazy than you think and I I thought of something would I ever do that yeah when people go why isn't there a straight parade or one of those opposite things I never go couldn't you ask please or uh, well, why do you have to can't you just uh, put in a formal request for it, I go, because it's not necessary! I'm not scared to go no, what you, it, because I'm not going to make pretend the way you're asking for it or why, I'll call them on it so if you think that it doesn't exist, don't may pretend it's because the knee or what just, just have the guts to go yeah, because I don't think it's real because if you think it's real, you should be able, if anybody shuts up and goes, okay, go ahead, five minutes, to, to the one percent that it's real, when necessarily called out as a race card, how does that affect someone's life from a young age? And if you can't answer that, then you, you've just indirectly said you don't think it's real at all. Does that make any sense?
2: <laughs> it does, it does. It definitely makes sense. I think uh, I will respond with uh, this. I like to, I will be a little more concise. If you think there should be a straight parade, get a permit and throw a parade. <laughs> <laughs> like parades aren't illegal. <laughs> Don't just bitch about it, make a fucking parade. Yeah. If you want there to be a stray parade, make one. And I'm sure a bunch That's of people angle. will show up. Like who cares? That's another angle.
1: I love when somebody like, hits something from a like just from a completely different angle. Doug Stanhope a long time ago when everyone was arguing about, you know, the gay football players in the locker room. He went, "I got a better idea. You're millionaires. Why are you showering together in a circle shower?" And yeah, and yeah. and if you're all in there showering naked scrubbing your dicks, what What's going to happen if a gay guy gets in there? You're millionaires. Yeah, yeah. You're millionaires. Why are you... And wh- and wh- why are you... So, you, get, you should all have separate fucking showers.
2: Yeah, how do but you But no not, one ever
1: thought about that. They always how thought... How isn't there, like, basically
2: 40 little hotel rooms <laughs> under this for <laughs> them to go yeah, into? You
1: know like, why? Because apparently... And, and whatever they're doing, they're scared shitless that gay people are going to fuck it up. Seems a little uh, yeah. erroneous uh, if you
2: ask me. I had Michael sandbits too. Like, why are you... What are you worried about? Like, why are you... How dare you... Like. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. Aaron Hernandez was a murderer, but not when he was on the team. Thank you. That was in his off hours. If he's not a distraction, I think the fact that this guy might kiss a dude later. Thank you. Is less of a that guy murdered people. Not person, people. Yeah, but several people. That's what that guy Dale, the newscaster,
1: said from Dallas. Oh, also,
2: let me go back to uh, let me go back sure. to the other thing. Um, if you gonna... think it's real or not real, if you want to go, I think maybe five percent of it is real and ninety-five percent of it is fake. I want you to look at yourself and ask yourself, why do you think you get to decide if it's real or not? Because the people you're asking do have that. They're like they That's their attitude. Is that I don't think it's real. What gives you the right? How did you what come to that? you think you know whether or not it's real? How did you come because to that conclusion? Because you're not racist. This attitude right. is racist. So you are a little racist. So nobody likes the idea of fake racism more than real racists. Because it gives them cover. Wise
0: men say
3: Only
0: oh,
1: I can't help Turn Cody's mic on in his room Shh, everybody shh
5: And he was like, we'll give you the deal And I was like, sure And then so I showed up to the studio And they said, you know we
1: Why like can't I can't help
5: Falling
0: in
1: I thought of a fun thing tonight. Well it might be a little but it helps keep people that we are no longer with us alive.
2: This is a great song by the way. So what do you mean by no longer with us? Dead oh, okay
3: You came to me
1: Wow. Show me your song oh, yeah. That
2: helped me see How I was wrong And you were we so, the same We the
1: So what we're gonna do We're gonna th- do, do you know anyone close to you that's died? That, that impacted your life That you still used, uh, used to have so much fun with And I'll sing your Yeah
2: song, Did you tell you who? I won't you well yeah I mean my dad died <laughs> Your dad died? Okay. Yeah How long ago? A couple months ago, is that true? Yeah, yeah, March. I wow, stop. I did not know that. How did he die? Uh, he had some natural causes, he had some serious natural causes. It was a combination of natural causes and chronic bad attitude. Oh, is that le- Is that official or
1: not? Nah, yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. My dad died Quincy too. He showed
2: up and was like, Well, this guy not was probably bride. just a dick. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm so glad when my dad is dead, dead. Whenever people bring up if their dad's dead, because if I my dad wasn't dead when you
2: said your dad was dead, I get nervous. Now I don't give a shit, right? They're probably <laughs> they're probably up they're probably up in heaven right now watching us going seriously. This is comedy it, I, the whole even, time. Even like, if my dad is with your dad, like I told him too. I know they're no, from different generations of comedians, but we still. Same, same idea. Quit even if their the energy
1: ground. is soaking it in somewhere, even if their energy is a plant somewhere, they're connected to us through everything's connected. So they still somehow through the ground come back to us in some real way. Not as good if we could as if we could touch them though, but it
2: does mean something. And, and Tom Petty died too. He was my favorite.
1: Yeah, you like you were a big Tom Petty fan. Yeah,
2: yeah. Did you I mean, ever go to a, see his concert? A, lot, a bunch of times. A bunch, I saw him
1: probably 15 times. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I don't have that many stories about seeing people, but I but uh, I have a few. One is uh, I went to see uh, him with David Spade, and we went backstage. And oh uh, yeah, oh shit, and he was so no- and it was, it was. You met Tom Petty? You know, for for a very short period. You know, for a very short period, and he was super nice and. You know, of course, I... I you know you know how it is when you're around someone, you know... You Like, it's not like I had bought all his music over the years, but of course, you can't help but know a lot yeah. of Tom Petty songs, you know. So it was cool, and the show was great. It was amazing. Oh, man. It was amazing. And... Um, my, my list of people that I've seen is so all over the place. Uh, one time, somebody goes, uh, Nick and goes, why is there a picture of you and David Spade with Barry Manilow in the, under the, the corridor from when you go to where the hotel is back to where the performance place is? <laughs> and we went, we saw Barry Manilow. You know the best part about seeing Barry Manilow? First of all, the show was, it's Barry Manilow, right? But backstage, every I, this is what we heard. We're like, oh, is this just tonight? They're like, nope, every night. Catered food everywhere. Like, there is a wedding really chafing dishes with turkey (laughs) and like all the not not gluttonous where it's too much simple but a lot like a carved roast beef
2: and someone's (laughs) making sandwiches in a full-service bar with a guy with a you know a tuxedo on so every night they go hey barry what do you want to have for dinner and he goes you know what all of every day everything every dinner bring them all up and i'll decide it's a game time decision that story wasn't so great all right well i never met tom petting that's the word. That's like bad juju for me. Why? I oh. don't know. No, I just never well, how would you? Have, you But you never I turned... Probably w- I probably would have... Uh...
1: You never turned down the opportunity to meet him. Because oh, that's no, when you feel not. real bad. Yeah, of course not. You know what I mean? Like you're, Like you're. I think a friend of mine was able to say hi to George Carlin at the Comedy Magic Club, and he, he goes, he just didn't want to bother him. And then, of course, when he died, he was like, God damn.
2: I'm I started sure. doing that after uh, John Panette died. Like, I had seen John Panette, uh just probably at the improv one night, and I didn't go say hello and introduce myself and just say that I was a fan, uh, that I, I thought he was funny, and I and I regretted it immediately because he died. Yeah. And so then I started doing it all the time. and uh, I think it's a good idea. I know this weekend you wanted to say hi to Scott Thompson. Yeah, yeah, And I, I, heard, did.
1: and I went, didn't have the opportunity to introduce you, but you ended up, they told I me. I did. That. I went, I just, I mean, was super I just
2: th- saw him and said hello. Yeah, I mean, because he, he had such an impact on my life at at a young age. Part of be, being part of uh, kids in the hall, yeah, they they were doing
1: when you know when when you needed when you you didn't know you needed something different, and then when it gets offered up to you, that's how to me ahead yeah. of the time it was. I wasn't searching for anything different. I was fine with what was out there until yeah. I saw what they did. I and then Saturday I was like, oh my god, god. like this is what really yeah. makes me laugh—the absurdity and the, and taking things in a different direction. Which most of those bits would be totally like the, you can get weirder and weirder and weirder. When the vehicle lets you, things that can be done on Adult Swim today just could be weirder than they could be back then. But what they were doing was weird back then. Yeah. Let alone, it would, it would be weird today. You know, weird is a, such a, a shitty word to use, but you know what I mean? Like, just different
2: and... and, and it's, un, it's unequaled. Like, there's no... Yeah. There's not even...
1: There, there's good stuff today, too. I'm not going to be that. Yeah, yeah, there but there is. There's, there's but, stuff just as good. But to be just but as that good as was Kids was you
2: have to be as singular as... Like, Kids in the Hall is still singular. It's, there's no copy of it. There's no, like, all the other sketch shows are their own things by themselves, but aren't, they aren't the kids in the hall.
1: I, I, I try to say the compliment I give shows like that or stand-up comedy sometimes is don't overuse the expression ahead of its time. Save it for when it's necessary. And I think yeah. you could say Kids in the Hall were ahead of their time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Kids in the Hall were ahead of their time. Some of those sketches, they just did it for me.
2: Well, Kids in the Hall is like what made it. The the these are the Daves I know. Like, it seemed these like, are like are it was big, such a yeah. hit in Canada, and then it was brought here, and then it seemed like... like what do you have against Canada? Nothing. Call or go ahead. Just all of a sudden, all of a sudden after Kids in the Hall was on down here for like a year, then there's the Ben Stiller show, and then after the Ben Stiller show there's Mr. Show, and then there's like and then The State happens in 94, but that's after Kids in the Hall. Like Kids in the Hall was the first like sketch group without that was insular. It was, it had no voice of reason. There was no Lorne Michaels sitting at the desk going, "Yes, no, it felt yes, that no, Felt that way. Yeah. It felt that way. At it least. felt yes. like it was that way. I mean, no matter what, it felt like. Well, this is what they meant to do, <laughs> anyway. Like yeah. even if I wasn't laughing, it was what they meant to do.
1: You know, I, I I've said this before on the podcast. I don't know if I overtly thought it, but I certainly creatively was, in hindsight, proud of the freedom I gave them. Because I remember discussing that show with friends that would watch it. If a bit didn't make it, I went, "I don't care." When you when you do something that different and that weird, sometimes you get things that like it was just quirky, but it didn't quite land for me. So what? Yeah. That's the freedom I'll give you if it means that seven out of ten times I'm gonna just fucking love this bit and you know
2: certain things from the show I would just play over and over and over again. Oh and by god. the way, wasn't the, so the recent... girl drink drunk uh, skit? Right, right. Oh my god. So how funny? So funny. The guys, have you guys ever seen it? Dave Foley, but Dave Foley plays a guy I think he's like a salesman. And then he gets a big sale, so they celebrate with a drink, and he gets, like, a Mai Tai. I'll put it on the opening. And then he becomes, yeah, but then he becomes, like, a drunk. He becomes addicted to uh, girl drinks. So there's, like, a scene at the end where he's homeless, and he pays the kid $5 to go get him a milkshake, and then he pours (laughs) vodka into it. (laughs) He's sneaking a blender in into his office. so (laughs) funny. Kids in the hall. And then was he super nice to you? Oh, my God. It was... Well, because I uh, bet it. I thought he would be. Uh, like, to be honest, it was, uh, like... It was probably, like, a real fanboy moment for me. Definitely. Because it was... Especially because he was doing Buddy Cole. And the way the way that I was raised and the way that I grew up, Buddy Cole was, like, the first gay person I knew about. And he was so funny. And I remember... Uh, but I didn't even know that... Like, I didn't know anything about him. So then, like, I know about Buddy Cole. And then later... People at church are like gay people are bad. And I'm like, but Buddy Cole's gay. Buddy Cole's not bad. Like, do you guys just not know any gay people? And that's like, why? It's like the like I'm why representation is important because I didn't know. Like suddenly, like so when they start talking about Muslims, I'm like, do you mean Kareem Abdul Jabbar and uh, a tribe called Quest? <laughs> like these are the these like I'm not scared of. My parents never like. So my dad is scared of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, or he was, or whatever. Like, like you can't just be, if you don't know anybody, then you, then you can certainly make up all these boogeyman stories. But That's why. There was, an ep- there was an episode where Buddy Cole had to swear on a Bible. Like, he had riffed into where he was going to swear on a Bible, but they didn't have one, so they would swore on a Rush Limbaugh book <laughs> that I had read. I had read that book. My dad made me read that book. Uh and when i saw the way the way that they like the tone about how they brought it out and just the contempt you could see from from scott and buddy cole and the uh, the way the audience reacted to it uh that was a real moment of like i bet that rush limbaugh guy is full of fucking shit (laughs) like i i read the book and didn't care about it but i couldn't i didn't know that he was just the fucking worst yet like i started to i have to go back and learn about him because to be honest i don't know about him i've been li- like my dad been listening to rush limbaugh since the
1: fucking 80s well i knew like, about rush limbaugh or the Scott other Thompson. the other character that Scott, oh buddy Bones. cole buddy cole yeah, yeah. yeah i i i thought i knew what you meant up front but then i realized i didn't but it, but it's still everything stands the same for the way i felt about he's like kids do you remember the
2: there was always a sketch of like there would be a recurring sketch where there's like a lamp you know what i'm thinking
1: of the birthday boys yeah, I don't know anything. What if after boys. all that I was? By the way, who I also love, but yeah. but that's not who I meant. The birthday boys are, are well, of course. That's not what we're talking about. So kids in the hall, yes. Yeah. So I knew that Scott would be nice, and also Brian Posehn. You got to hang out and be silly with Brian, and you and you uh, and you seem to be excited
2: about that. Yeah, we had a good time. We all did. It was, I'm always excited to see uh, the comedians who were around before. Before me, because it's I've been at it fifteen years, but to, like you and Brian have no, probably known each other for ten years more than I have started, like at least twenty five, probably. Yeah, yeah. And to see to see uh two like such like veterans just goofing off and having fun, yeah, nothing uh, changes in a way that yeah. A, but it does for so many of of the comics. Like it's it's fun to see that you could just keep doing it, and if you want it to be this the whole time, you can keep it this the whole time. You know what? Yeah. I, I believe me. Well, well, exactly
1: what you're talking about. Um, I'm, I love that you mention it because I try never to just take it for granted. and Go, oh, should I should stop and appreciate this? There's other things I should stop and appreciate. But uh, hanging around with comedians and like being able to be like 18 forever, oh, I yeah, never yeah. I never don't
2: take that for granted. I'm, while I'm but doing yeah, to it, to you, you to have you and Brian and uh, Dave doing around bits. each other like. The bits like suddenly you guys are all twenty five and it's nineteen ninety two or ninety four, whenever you guys all started hanging out. I admitted to Brian and I admitted to Brian over the weekend at the Petalama Luma
1: comedy festival. Yeah. That uh, I was the one that ate his food when we lived together. (laughs) I always used to blame Alan Murray. I'd be like, Alan, I don't even eat that. Uh, Because he didn't like because I'd blame Alan Murray. I'd be like, I knew it was him. I'm like, Yeah, I go. I used to eat it. I'm sorry. I couldn't help myself. One time, I tried to eat the ice cream, and then I and then I just like took it off the top. And but then they they were like, "Did anybody? Did someone lick this ice cream?" So I I couldn't say, "Oh no, I just spooned it off the top," because then I would admit that I had it. So I just sat there. No one wanted to eat the ice cream because they go, "Looks like somebody licked it," and I wanted to go. I didn't lick it. I. They'd, so when I finally told him that, he goes, I would have eaten it if you spooned it off the top, but I wasn't going to eat it. It looked like somebody licked it at the supermarket. Uh, I go, oh, you thought somebody licked it at the supermarket? <laughs> yeah, I picture like somebody that didn't have money. I'll just lick the top of it. That's a true story. <laughs> to <laughs> to <laughs> George Carden, that's a true story. I remember, what? Who, did somebody lick it? It was like a little Haagen-Dazs, yeah. and he took the lid off. He was I think somebody licked it. <laughs> And I, I couldn't say nobody licked it because I didn't want to admit that I would even eaten it. I bl- oh, I didn't blame it on Alan Murray. I blamed it on Clay. <laughs> was he mad when he told Ooh,
2: Yeah, he stormed off. Did what? No, did he what? Yeah, no, he, he was mad. Was mad. He him. left. <laughs> well, he left <laughed, laughs> when you when went back inside. He was a little... Yeah, he seemed a little perturbed. He was like, man, that, I mean, that that ice cream isn't free. That was what he kept saying. He kept saying to Dave, is that
1: I mean, ice cream is Oh, he, you free. think he was trying to get some money out of me?
2: Yeah, I think it was I, or Dave. I, didn't I don't know, know right. which, which one. He was trying to get some dough from one of you.
1: Did you put that Dom Irera stuff on? Uh, for later. It was like a, a him from The Tonight Show. Really made me laugh. It was like a little clip of Dom Irera that really tickled my funny bone. I happened to play it on the treadmill today. But we'll take a break. We'll look for it. Will you remember? <laughs> And then, and then Aristotle, we're, we're getting ready to take a break. I know I wrote this down. Somebody listens to the show.
2: And then stop listening. And then they stop,
1: but they go their friend. You know who that guy ended up being? Oh, that's a bit we're going to play later in the show. Talk <laughs> about some stuff to look forward to. And we're going to find out who that guy was. Rick. Oh, Rick. His friend Dylan. Wow. You know the mile marker. Rick, look down. You and your girlfriend. Rick's girlfriend is adorable. She'll be like, they'll be at a place where there's good lighting, and they'll be like, you know who would like this? Todd Glass. Aw, that's as cute <laughs> as it gets. That's what Rick told me about. I, he didn't, I don't know his girlfriend's name. He just referenced as my girlfriend. But he said his friend Dylan used to listen to the show, and that's okay. He still does, I, but he used to, too. Uh, thank you very much. <laughs> wow. Give me a little bit on the piano. If you, can you give me a rumble?
2: Like a, a back and forth, back and forth rumble. Somebody said, "Hey, do you want to listen to the Talk last podcast?" And I said, no, but I wanted to later. So yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, thank you. So, uh, so so before we take a break, Rick, of course we're going to reach out to Dylan, Dylan. First of all, we want to do the most important thing. Are you okay? Is he okay? Yeah, are you, are you yeah, feeling yeah, okay? Yeah, we're worried yeah, sick about you. you okay, well, hold ho, guys. We're not really, up. We're not upset. No, you, nobody's uh, upset. People take is creative.
2: We're, we recommend you take creative. What ju- was it? What ju- was, ju- was t- it? Maybe, maybe there's
1: another podcast you yeah, want to listen. to. That's a good else? thing. Like
2: maybe you that's picked up a, up a hobby. Maybe there's like a. Uh, we're not angry. We're not angry.
1: We're jealous. We're jealous. Honestly, I wish you would have stayed with us. Is there something we did? You're like, I love the Todd Glass show, but is there? Maybe you write me an email if you're sweet about it. You go. Todd, I love your show. But maybe you're like, no, 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 no. You guys got to do what you got to do. I just went in somewhere else for a little while. That's beautiful. And that's that's how people learn about new podcasts. That's how people learn about new music. What if, what if, Dylan, is like,
2: what if Dylan is like, I started huffing gas and I sold my iPod. Well,
1: well, I, let me tell you something, Dylan. I hope that that's not the case. And I hope you're in good, good and spirits. And if, if it
2: is, we'll, we'll still help you with that, too. Probably. Your
1: love. Dylan, why don't you... Tr- Try I'm gonna you know what I'm gonna try a little crazy. Right. Put
2: it on a washcloth. Let it like you don't have to keep dousing it. Right. Like Am I agreeing to something <laughs> crazy?
1: Because I don't know what you're talking about.
2: <laughs> Dylan.
1: Dylan, we're here for you, right, everybody? We're here for course, Dylan. Yeah. Dylan! Dylan! Dylan!
3: Dylan! 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 Dylan.
2: Dylan! We love you, Dylan! Dylan! Dylan!
1: Dylan! Dylan! We're here for you. Dylan! 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 Dylan, don't go. We love you. Dylan, if you don't get better, we're going to be we're sick to our stomach. Dylan! You okay? Hold on. Hold on, guys. Guys, take it drink. down gasoline. All we want to know is you're okay. If you're okay... That's fine, but sh- I- I'm not going to lie to you. We'd love to have you back. Wouldn't we allow Gucci, Gucci, goo? Uh, Gucci, uh, Gucci, go. Gucci, 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 go.
3: Gucci, Gucci,
1: Dylan. Gucci, oh, Gucci, go. Come on, oh, good go. Look
3: little, Dylan.
2: Oh, that's right, Dylan. I, I bet he doesn't like being tickled. Oh. Yeah, he loves it. I bet he doesn't. I bet he doesn't. Stop like tickling! I bet Stop he doesn't tickling. like like in Stop case tickling. he doesn't like being tickled. In case he doesn't like being tickled. I want tickled. him to know I got your back on no Thank tickling. You.
1: And by the way, how do you like that? Whether it's a guess wrong or a guess right, it can't go bad because the worst thing is you don't mind tickling. All right, it doesn't suck to not get it when you sure, like it. Yeah. But to get it when you don't like it, you might have stopped something. We're begging Dylan to come back, and then all of a sudden we're tickling him, and he doesn't like being tickled, and he yeah, feels no, bad. So yeah. no, sh- here's what we're going. Hi, Dylan.
2: Be real soft. Hey Dylan, we're we're, Soft, softer, we're willing to take softer. this as far as you're willing to take this. Thank you. And if right? and, and, like if and, you just wanna if you wanna dab, we can dab. If you wanna shake, we'll shake. Hug, whatever you want. Whatever if you, you wanna you get want, tickled, clearly we'll tickle you. you want. Okay. So
1: Dylan, look at you. Well, we got you laughing. You know it's true You know it is Now now your cheeks are so high You feel like they're going to burst open (laughs) Look at Dylan He's in such a good mood Look at him, he's so happy Uh, uh, All right, listen Later in the show, we're going to take a break right now. I'm yeah. going to tell you a game we're going to play later. You're going to love it. Love it's games. the guess what that guy does now. So you tell a story about it. This guy used Alan to Murray. stick my head in the... No, no, no. <laughs> What's he
2: do? He just walks around. But you make routes, it up. You make it up. ice cream you, tops. <laughs> that was Clay Heery.
1: No, Clay, Clay, uh, Clay, Clay. Um, no, it was Shivers. You. Yeah, it was me, but Nobody I said it was them. Nobody actually licked it. Well, I it, said it was them. I got crazy. into lies so much, I was correcting <laughs> you for being right. But what if
2: crazy because he kept being blamed for this, and he was like, I guess I have to lick the tops of the ice cream So you know, the tops kind of the ice creams aren't going to lick know them what? themselves. People already think I lick the tops of the ice creams. Maybe i got to lick makes, the tops of the good, ice
1: cream. Good, good. I hope I, he's fine. I know Clay still, and he's doing fine. He lives in uh, Le- Atlanta. Clay Tatum. I mean. Clay Tatum. So anyway... Um, so uh, there's that. So uh, we got
2: that. You don't that. think it's a little suspicious? He moved to a town known for not <laughs> having ice cream. <laughs> that is true. Atlanta <laughs> has no ice cream.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is. I will be honest. And you know, it's funny. The only to thing jo- they have to to are, two, are
2: burgers that are too big and Coca Cola. What it, in Atlanta? That's it, all they have. No. Also, they they have uh, the home of Rory Scovel. Doesn't he live
1: in Atlanta? I thought he moved to Atlanta. <laughs>
2: No, he lives in LA.
1: Oh, does he really? Yeah. I don't know. I thought he was out of the business. Is that why Dylan stopped listening? Because of Rory? Oh, Dil, you, Dylan who you, do you Dylan, who do you want us to have on the show? We'll have Rory. him on the show. Come on, Dylan. Dylan, who do you want on the show? We'll have him on. Dylan, who Rory. do you want? Rory. Dylan, just Rory. give us suggestions, Rory. Dylan. Rory. Dylan. Whatever you want, them Dylan. Just, just, just email him suggestions. Right, on in. Come on, Dylan. Come on. right, I know who I'd I know who yeah. I'd email. Turn on in. turn on Cody's room's mic uh one more time. Come turn it on. So Shh, listen closely. You gotta so really listen.
5: Things are going well, you know, and it's definitely uh, picking up. I mean, it was always good before, but now it's just what? like you know, I can't even mention a lot of things around people because they just get this jealous. This must be a different phone call. They just get really jealous. I well,
2: really yeah, yeah, I mean, Cody. he just keeps. This must be. That's
1: Cody. Wood go to his Twitter feed. He seems like he's playing it cool. He deserves you to follow to go to him on Twitter and at least go, Cody. You don't come off good. Those microphones. Mi- I know it's or a or hidden whatever, microphone, man. and a lot of people think it's wrong. Get a bug sweeper, Cody. Just tweet at him. All right, so we're going to take a break. I feel like I got all that out of there. Now we come back, Jeff, and it's just silliness. I mean, what has it been so far? Real heavy, serious shit, my man. Is there anything else? Does anybody else have anything nice they want to say? Tom Martin, I would would say he's man of the year. Tom Martin. Tom Martin, he, he... Tom Martin, he's the man of... The year. Year. Do you got any more of those tiny cokes? Hey, I do. Bring that, bring that, bring that down a little bit, Aaron. What do you think of Aaron over there on piano? Give me a little bit of that beat.
2: Wow. I mean, this is pretty good piano. I don't know much about the piano. I don't know much about. We have he a not played one. By wrong the way, note, you
1: want to be teased on a bit that's coming up later in the show. Yeah, you just said I love a good tease. you said how much about play play. I don't know much about.
2: History. Yeah. Da, da, I don't know much about Listen what we got. The and
1: then, don't
0: know much about oh, that's enough,
1: John. That's what are we gonna do with that song? What do we have with this something later in the show? So we're gonna play a game called Let me let me let me give everybody the things that we're gonna be doing when we come back. One, we're gonna do something with that song. I've 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 edited it, I've made a loop out of it, we're gonna have fun with it. Wow, what are the odds? Oh, oh. <laughs> Also, I've told John Brand Wagner, this show, come, oh, he has been coming in with the Wise Men Say, so forget that. You're great at it. I said, after the show, I want to go, oh, my God, thank you. Now, when that song comes in, you know, that that role of Wise Men Say, or you can go, baby, I'm right. Anybody sing. It's open game. Whoever gets to it first, I won't be a hog. When that song comes in, come in loud with it, John. Don't... enough so oh, anyway babe. and then we're gonna do that thing i have a i have a story about a dog's ass and this is to george Carn. this is all true i have a story it was used as an excuse to george Carn it was used as an excuse dylan don't fucking get that smirk off your face okay and then and then uh, we have a song that someone sent in it's called tickle tickle reuben it's gonna you, you t- today's show is gonna we got jeff tate we're gonna get silly um, we have a bit. It's called John Bram Wagner forgot his piano, and that's going to be great. And then, do you know much about? Oh, do you know much about song? Uh, do,
2: do you, you know history. much about? His oh yeah, that's story. That, that, that's that. That so, was the, how this whole thing look started. Look at my handwriting. Thank you. You're Don't paying attention, and I appreciate it. And there's one
1: more thing. Going back to that. Here's that bit. It's it's you know who that guy turned out to be. So it's always someone going. You know, it doesn't have to be this, but you'll get it. You can make up any version
2: of it right, if you want. Right. But it's like this. He, he used get, to work at the Acme, yeah, but yeah, now you know he that guy he's is? walked on to the Eagles for Pre- three
1: years. Right. <laughs> hey, this guy used to shove my head in the toilet. You know who he is now? President of Blimpies. It's like who
2: cares? I don't even like uh, Blimpies. Yeah. Of course. Whatever he is. it is, it's always he's doing well. It yeah. ends
1: up. No matter who the guy is, he ends up where he's. Uh, he's the regional manager of Northwest Tasty Cake in, in Southern Nevada. Uh, he made a <laughs> mint <laughs>
2: selling Mutual of Omaha. Exactly.
1: He came up with the idea of FedEx in high school and got an F on it, and then they ended up turning it into FedEx.
2: Right? He was like, shorten that name. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> <laughs>
1: so we're going to take a break. We're going to maybe go urinate if we have to. Yes. And uh, we'll be back. Oh, we got so much. We got ah. So- oh, there's so much. There's so much. Look at you. Oh, it's raining hard outside i bet dylan's sitting in the rain listening to this show he feels so bad he's crying in the rain wait which one's dylan is he the one one that we've been he left he just
2: left just because he's creatively oh he's the one that stopped listening he didn't stop not in an aggressive way he got
1: busy he He went other ways now he's sitting out in the rain and we we're there we're throwing out a blanket this show is a, a, a not only a tent a waterproof tent but it's solarly air water. conditioned. Water. water. Hey, you want some water? Some people hate that Philadelphia accent so much. And I understand it's a very gruff accent. And I'm glad that uh, my my the further we move from certain, you know, I didn't want to have the water. I like the accents, but, you know, I'm not, you know, it's not best I want, hey, got some, you know, I'm going English, but it's like, no, Upper Darby, not for nothing, you know. I can do, like, not a great impersonation. But you know, it's like Philadelphia Higgies are all like so good. You know, I can I can do a shitty impersonation of it. I get it; it's shitty, so don't judge me on it. But, but, what are we talking about?
2: The Walt Whitman Bridge. Walt Whitman. No, they eat their eggs. Is it? They, the they eat their. They eat, young. eat their young. They eat their eggs. They young. eat their young. They eat their eggs. I guess they eat their eggs. They bite They're the heads off the males after they, they mate. They eat their They eat their eggs. I know they're just generally an unpleasant people. Anyway, no. we'll be right back. No, hold on! How dare you? I'm from Philadelphia. How did this
1: segment end up? What are we talking about? So I don't have to feel guilty later. We were going to Oh, take nothing. A break. We, no, we weren't talking about anything. We we're about to take a break. No, but what were? What were? How were we talking about Philadelphia? He how said the people hate the ex- weather. Oh, you said a waterproof same. tent. Oh yeah. So
2: so. Oh, about so, Dylan sitting in the rain.
1: Oh, Dylan sitting in the rain. I said this show is gonna. This show to him is he's in the rain and we give him a waterproof tent. Yeah, and now he's in it and it has solar air conditioning so when he wakes up you know when you wake up in the morning in a tent when you're it gets hot right away. It ruins the... It, it is a little yeah. rough when you got... This one is a solarly air-conditioned tent. So if the sun comes baking tomorrow... Yeah, the hotter, the, the hotter it is outside, the cooler it is yes, inside. Don't also, question it. It's a, science. There's a built-in air mattress. When the tent oh, collapses, yeah. when you put the tent up, part of it, you don't have to put the air mattress it's in. It's inflated with it's sunlight. It's just inflated with the... sun. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's set, what we up to with him. The
2: glamping set. It's and like one of those emergency rafts and in we, an old-timey airplane. You just pull the thing and the whole thing pops up in front of us. Thank you. And... It's like a bounce house. Yes, that you get a yes. fucking sleep in, dude.
1: You, that's my recommendation. If you're hitting hard times, buy a bounce house and just and just <laughs> buy just, a bounce house. Take
2: it to a river and go float. Just float down that river. That down the house. river bounce like house. the
1: Riviera, like that commercial. It goes. If you're having old sofa, send it on a trip to the
2: Riviera. <laughs> Dylan sofa. Is, reco- Dylan is right now typing out. The only reason I stopped listening is because you say you're gonna take a break and then you don't take that break, <laughs> yeah, and I just spend like that's what forty he hates. minutes. Yeah.
1: How do you know if he wasn't interested in my story that I was telling? What was because it? Because I'm siren? Dylan.
2: <laughs> yeah, I knew I'm it. Dylan. That's Dylan, everybody.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's Dylan. What?
2: Well, everybody, listen to the rain. No, I I have to. We'll be I back. I have to urinate. We'll so be back. Bad back and we'll know. be right. It's not help. We'll be back. Oh,
1: We're taking a break. Wow. Wow. Todd Glass show. will Be right back. Right. and we are back. The Todd Glass show, voted number
2: one by the Podcasters Association of America. number one that's thank you that's incredible it is really coming
1: down out there I'm really glad we're in here there's something cozy when it's thundering out and we're inside let me shut that door so I can hardly hear the rain especially here, push uh, that door shut
2: especially here in California, if you shut where the- hold on
1: one second I'm sorry if you shut that door I know we'll still hear the rain but it'll quiet down a little right with the door shut is it already pushed to the wall oh there you go push it all the way to the wall there you go yeah I still hear it but uh, yeah, now it sounds nice in the background. Yeah, you got to keep that door shut when we go in and out. That thunder, man, that's close. You know when it's close when you. Whoa! Whoa! I mean, whoa! Whoa, oh, whoa! Whoa! That was. Did you hear how close oh, wow. that was? I didn't even wow. get one
2: whole Mississippi. Out. I know. Remember that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> is it really One. such a good idea to be podcasting in the rain and thunder? Like well, this, this studio—I have to be honest with you, because uh, I never wanted to tell everybody. So I many what, metal rods? On no, the it's radio you're, the you're
2: supposed to. That's what that song. That's what that Garth Brooks song, "The Thunder Rolls," is about. It's wow! About, did you hear that? Yeah, it's wow, about that making a the podcast shit out of me. It is close. <laughs> Why are there chimes coming from out of nowhere? That's, that's how, how I, scary. I, it I hang is. wind chimes outside my barn, Todd. Oh, you and do? And when it's windy, this is it's, so I know it's windy when I'm inside whoa Oh my god, the cowbells are going nuts. <laughs>
1: wow, it's so much fun. This I can't believe I hope that Dylan is still having a good time <laughs> Dylan, it's hot now you're like, are they gonna keep talking about me because I'll stick around. We might is that so now you're gonna just listen to the show so if we're not talking about you directly, well we'll do whatever we have to do.
2: You know? This weekend,
1: I went tubing
2: with Dylan and some friends of mine.
1: Did you go, you went tubing? Oh, yeah. You went tubing in Petaluma.
2: Yeah. Healdsburg.
1: Healdsburg with Rory about 30 Scovel. miles
2: away, yeah. And uh, there was a bunch of people.
1: Daniel Van Kirk was there. I, I, to be honest, and you said you're scared, but you know what I found out? You're less scared than me. I don't know if it's, yeah, it's scared. I don't want to die. Not me. So I I'd have die. to really like tubing to risk dying. Because I get it. Like, I'll do a police ride along i risk my life but that means i must really want to do it because i get it it's whatever you but for the for, i don't i'm afraid i don't know that i'm afraid of things that are real and that's drowning and then i'm also afraid of fake goblins that are in the
2: water and they'll eat your feet <laughs> no, I when, get you, that. when they I bite get at you that, when they're right. in the dark like every <laughs> thank you every uh every real fear i have about a river i have an equally terrifying fake fear Right, exactly, exactly. Right, like I've seen just enough movies about piranha to be like, oh no, what if I get my legs bit? Right, and I came out like I felt. Uh, but you did it. Yeah, I got out of my. Like, Why? The, um, honestly, it was like I could, I just like Rory assured me. Rory was like, "Listen, uh, I told him what was my. I told him what the real fears were, and it was uh, getting swept away. I got swept away when I was like 12 years old at a church camp thing <laughs> by the river. Like I almost died. Whoever did that is. That's awesome. That was <laughs> that was the best time. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, my God. That was almost too perfect. Right? We went into the river to, like, bathe. We were doing this canoe trip. And you're how old at this time? 12, maybe? Mm-hmm. 11, 12. So it was, like, into the river, bar soap, scrub up. And then uh, I guess I just took one step too far into the river, and it dropped down. And then I, got <sighs> sweat. I, got, I was going down the river, and I had to, like, grab a hold of a some low hanging branches and like pull myself back to the shore and my dad had two brothers that died in a river when he was like 18 no that is that's just i mean that that alone is very like so so there's a lot there's some legitimate there's some legitimate fears i mean one of them fell in and then the other one just dove in to try to save him. is that true you're yeah, at, yeah. And you're at this, and true George it's, Carlin, yeah, this really George happened. Carlin, he can really play that happened. music, I get my, it, that's fine, but this really happened, right? It was my dad's, uh, that my, there was like 11 of them in their family, and it was, my dad was the oldest, and then the next two. From Drowning? Yeah, one of, yeah it was How a, come that
1: you've, I guess, when would you mention it? But that seems like weird that I didn't know that
2: yeah I mean, I, but I it's
1: normal that I didn't know it I guess'm I'm, I'm high so I don't know what's right and wrong <laughs> <laughs> I must admit I don't
2: know I mean I might have I might have I, I mean I yeah, never no, had it's a normal if you haven't
1: told me everything uh, about yourself for instance, my dad stuffed 30 people in a dry cleaning bag't oh. Sh- oh that's your dad your dad's a dry cleaning bag guy uh, let's not make jokes about uh, that but uh sorry to hear about your dad's your uncles
2: your two uncles did you know who they were no my dad was 18 when this happened oh so I was uh, 20 years not, not born. Yeah. I think, you want to hear,
1: I was 18 and one time, and I was when I started doing open mic night, and some comedian was like a little older, and I said, I was still in my mom's pussy then. He referenced a year he had done something. Oh, boy. And he said, so was I.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it was funny. Jay Reisman. Okay. They had the so. word pussy back then. <laughs> is that bad is that a dis- is, that, is that is that a bad joke? Or is that just two people being silly, uh dirty? Like but for but no your... not hurting anybody. Hold on, let me think of what mean, the nobody's... joke
2: was. The joke is my mom's Yeah, it's it's just my you know Is it my mom be fine it, with like, that joke? Did it happen to be like while she was pregnant with you that this mm-hmm. thing happened? Or were you just not born yet? I was not born yet. So what you meant was you were still in I was your still, in your mom's I was uh, still oh, okay. in my mom's. Ovaries.
1: I wasn't even in her ovaries. It just to me either. You were before, just around. Yeah. We were e- like, you were just a heavy flow. Yeah. If it's to <laughs> me the joke the joke was
2: that either you're alive or you're still in your mom's pussy. No, the joke. But the was, truth the is, is you're was, not, that you're... guy was fucking your mom. Like well, that's that was the, the that was joke. Your part the, joke. the thing you said, that was the joke too? I thought so. I mean, it was I not the best one. Well, I thought he, you're the right. second he, part was the his joke His was part. better. His was better. I he mean, yours it. was bad. If I was eighteen. A joke, that is bad. I don't
1: want my mom to think I'm making jokes about her pussy behind her back. She would always Just want under me to, her pussy. She would.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, listen, I'm not over here making jokes from inside my mom's pussy. What? Is right, this the show rude. that I have. What? This is not the show that this I have. I have an intellectual
1: joke. show that smart people like. If you want to get real intellectual, you
2: are in your father's ball sack. Thank you. Yes. Well, no, half of you was. We took a break already? (laughs) Yeah, half of you was in the ball bag. Half of you was in the the ovaries. Guy who needs his break. And this guy was fucking your mom. Best joke that guy ever made. I guarantee you. I goddamn guarantee you that. That was the funniest thing that guy ever said. I've never heard of that guy. Where does that guy work now? What's that guy up to? I bid you this you for what you just me? said.
1: <laughs> I bid you that when you say something that is your presence deserves this. Play it again.
3: Oh,
2: Thank you. It's the best award that the that ex- show. The can explosion give was a, is a little much, but that's the way the theme song to my TV show ends. Like that's the part that goes created by like a. Right, the opening credits, dink, and then that's the uh, sit, Ubu, sit, or it's the end credits. Jeff Tate, everybody, let's welcome him to the show. Woo! <laughs>
0: on the Glass Show, it's Jeff Tate. Yes, on the Glass Show,
3: it's Jeff Tate.
1: You know what Jeff this is, right? Night Night Court. Yes, Get a picture of that, you son of a bitch! Wow, this guy's having a great time over here. Who's that, Vinny? Oh, Vinny's having a. Do great you guys
2: time. know? Like, did you already Vinny know fun? how much
1: said,
2: I love the Night Court theme song, did, did, Yeah, did, was that Joe, information ahead? You had ahead of time. Joe did, and he goes, he goes, yeah, don't no big deal. So what? I do my homework, and he sent that to
1: me. <laughs> he goes, no big deal. I do my homework, <laughs> and then he sent that. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> right? Play it again. I could
2: love the Nightcore theme song.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what and he said he talked about it so he goes this would be the perfect theme for you. This is your new theme. We give you this. Oh.
3: Jeff Tate is here Jeff Tate is here Jeff Tate is on
1: the show tonight It's Jeff Tate. This guy This guy in high school was a real ball buster He used to take my face and he'd stick it in the toilet I hate it Oh, did I hate this guy I'd go home, I would, oh, I would just barely have my own dignity You know who that guy ended up being? Regional district manager of the Applebee's in the whole southern region. <laughs> That's no bullshit, right? Now, He's got yeah. 40
2: stores. Yeah, yeah. It's always something like that. <laughs> it's always something like that. And then when what? you run into him, you go, still putting people's faces in toilets, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Gene? <laughs>
1: it's always something. John gets it. John, let me hear give, give me one of those. Uh, yeah, I remember the first fight I ever
4: got in. It was in elementary school. A kid was a little taller than me. Pushed me down. Never guessed what the kid grew up into be. Who? Lo- owns a little company called Wags.
1: It's a phone oh. app. Wow. <laughs> well worth
4: over two yeah. Bitcoins.
1: Oh, uh, no. Ah. I knew a. G- owns a house up in Malibu. Wow. I knew a girl in my high school. She wanted to go out with me. She wanted to go out with me. Ends up her dad, American tourister. American tourister. American tourister. Her dad, American tourister. American tourister. Did she love me? Lisa uh, Torister. Lisa Torster. Her tourster. dad's name is she, American. She tourster. loved me so she she <laughs> wanted to go out with me so bad. Later, a friend of mine goes, "Remember that girl that loved you?" He goes, "Yeah, American Tourister. American Torster American Tourister.
2: I hey, a, you got a, one along a similar. Keep it going. Vein. Let's see how in far a similar we vein, could. I once uh, I once uh, met up with a girl I met online, and then I saw her, and I was like, "What are you talking? How is Mandy Patinkin a boy's name?" <laughs> Isn't Mandy Patinkin from a car ad? Yeah.
1: Hi, I'm Mandy Patinkin. No, from Patinkin no, Automotive. No, no, Mandy
2: Patinkin is a what is that? He's That's like a, a stage actor. In he's really good. He's really good. Everybody. Oh, in I'm sorry, and
1: I'm not being sarcastic. Fifty people anyway, in Philadelphia you know like what, I'm what he about?
2: did was he was in The Princess Bride, and then now okay. he now he's, a, now he's a East Coast sales manager for Wawa. <laughs> <laughs>
1: This guy used to stink, I am not kidding you like like and I don't I never said anything. I was a good guy like shit. The joke? <laughs> no this guy had a pungent smell like shit in eighth grade, ninth grade, 10th grade, 11th grade, and twelfth grade. a stench of shit that you wouldn't believe. Guess what that guy does now? Owns 88 lobster uh, shacks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. Seafood shardies, I wanted to say. Uh, God seafood, damn it. God shardies. damn it. He he owns 88 80 seafood, seafood, seafood
2: shanties. You ever been to a seafood shack?
1: I didn't want to say that either. You know what I wanted you to ever say? Been to a, uh, Help me come up with what I wanted to say. It's red in lobster. my head, red lobster. Yeah. So to George Harlan, uh, I wanted to say how funny it would have been so much funnier. That guy who used to stink like shit, you know what he does now? Owns 118 red lobsters. <laughs> what? Yeah, this the guy in this running thing here, anybody who's doing anything like that, it amazes him. You I, know that th- guy? He
4: reminds me of a guy I used to know in middle school. We used to laugh at him because he used to pick bugs out of the wall and then he'd like stick them up his nose. Fucking weirdo. Guess who he is now? Who? He's now the regional manager for King Taco. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, 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 no. You don't even understand. This guy, this guy, every day would come to school on. He had like this skateboard that he made from a door. Four skateboards. He'd come to school like it was like a full size car as a skateboard. Guess who that guy is now? Who? He opened Jiffy Lube. Jiffy Lube? Yeah. What? Oh, that wasn't that great. I knew it. I knew it. As a comedian, you know it's as it's happening. You you want to apologize? Hang on, hang you,
2: on. Remember that guy from? Uh, remember that guy from college that kept always? He would always look at the naked pictures on the art books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what he's up to now? What? He's Kiefer Sutherland. Shut <laughs> <laughs> up. I'll tell you you know what
1: we'll be back with more of the Douglas show
2: it's kind of like that right like that's kind of the bit Same but problem. I went the other way like I, I made know. him for Sutherland <laughs> what you do he's what regional mean? manager in charge of being on 24
1: <laughs> 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 Oh, that's right Jeff Tate's with us we're going in for the close alright here we go listen What I want to play for you is a song, because I don't know why, but this is literally a song, and I guess I love it, but I really want to dissect it and then enjoy it. So first, let's play the guy singing it. Can we get that up on the TV, or is it it too hard? Hold on. Is that... uh Turn on the microphone in Cody's room.
5: And then so he said, we don't really need a script, because you're just the type that could just go on forever, and it's going to cost a lot less, because we won't have to hire writers. Oh, yeah. Well, Turn
1: this. This is sad. I guess he's talking to uh Cody. Is that Cody? Hey,
2: come in, come in, Cody. Come in.
5: Hey, uh, guys, it's uh, storming pretty bad. It's a pretty severe thunderstorm. But I was wondering if I can grab my cell phone behind you there, Todd, because I need to call my mother. Well, your phone's been
2: in here the the whole time.
5: Yeah, I've been looking for it. What
2: have you been doing? What have you been doing?
5: Oh, just uh, uh, reading tennis magazine. (laughs) What about the house phone?
1: Out loud? Uh, no, just be honest. I thought
2: I heard you in there saying some stuff. No big deal. I though. Saw, anyway, I could see you. there's your you phone. Were you. Oh, you were backlit. You were backlit in your bedroom window, <laughs> and you were. It looked like you were pacing and oh. talking. Oh, by the way, Todd, uh,
5: you left one of your podcast microphones in my room. Oh,
1: oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's we get. Everybody's happy, and then he brings he brings the recording device back to us. That's talk about the a clean job. Yeah, here's the way you recorded me with. He doesn't even know. Here's He's the so way okay. You so this guy is literally. This is the guy that's literally going up. I don't want to spend that much time, but I first of all, I could learn this song. So let's play it. They bring him up to the stage. The this is the only song. Now, the, pause it for one second. I want you to listen very closely. This guy, to me, is full of shit. And I know it in 10 seconds. The story he tells, he's told a million times. There's no soul to it. These boys down here in between the brink. He's full of shit right away. Could I be wrong? Oh, my God. I could be so wrong. And then, what's the danger? I'm not implementing any laws. But uh, And then he, he, sing, he sings this song that is so... I guess I love it, but that's one of his songs. Like, that's weird. I'm going to play it, so I do... Think it's funny in a in a silly way? Maybe they're. I'm sure they don't think they're being any more than silly. There's also something scary about it. So uh, let's hear it. And he goes to the piano player. Love Ladies it. He goes, give me a, a
4: roll.
1: I think I'm more jealous that I think I could sing this one. To be honest, the, the whole quartet they come up. They obviously took a break. Yeah. The main guy comes to the mic. So many of the kids were so mad
2: at me during the intermission. <laughs> And this little boy sitting right down here,
1: he threatened not to even speak to me. And one little girl come up and just looked at me and stomped on my toe. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, you know what they were doing. Give me a roll there, Gerald.
3: Oh,
0: my name is Ticklish Ruby. Thing I've been tickled by a feather, I've been tickled by a wasp, I've been tickled by a yeller bumblebee. Let it
3: breathe. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Listen to the guy again. Back to the guy. So we know this really
3: exists.
1: He's still just laughing. (laughs) That's
2: all, buddy. Now,
1: that's, I guess, the song. You know, I, I've been tickled by Virginia. I've been, you know, I think, uh, but anyway, there is that is a song. Do you know it? How how many times did you have to hear it to know it? You want to play a game? Play, yeah, play no, the I clean version. I don't
2: want to play. Uh... <laughs> No. I don't want to
1: have to listen to it enough times to know it.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, thank you for being that comfortable. Imagine yeah. if you had to like go through it, you're like, no, I want to get that song out of my head. This yeah, is the yeah. most no, vanilla I've seen, guy. I've seen
2: enough of this bullshit. This guy's a horrible person. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, They're all full of shit. Sad fucking... This guy's a sick fuck. Well, it's uh, sad what happened uh, to him. You can't watch yeah. cartoons. Yeah, you know what happened to that guy? I
1: like how Cody comes in, he has no humility about the things. Cody, we heard a lot of what you said in your room. <laughs> now we know by yourself. Now he's at the microphone. Hey everybody, oh. what's up? We did hear you. There's, some, there's a lot of self... I was masturbating the whole time. <laughs> oh, no wonder you had to say those things. <laughs> now we, Now it makes
5: sense.
2: <laughs> hey, we're all into our shit, okay? <laughs> <laughs> like, that guy, that guy wrote half a fucking song and then, the other, and then kept it going by no. laughing. Right. The first. Thank half you again. for. Thank you. Thank you.
1: I thought you weren't going to jump in the video. When
2: you first turned it on, mm-hmm. I saw that it was a minute and fifty seconds, and I thought, "Well, this isn't. This doesn't seem like it's going to be long enough." And then, boy howdy, it was long enough. Listen to. Can want listen? Can I listen to it one more time? This is this song.
1: I mean, this guy wrote this, so you know why shouldn't we play it? Someone needs to. Uh, what do you think the clean? You know what? Let's move on. Okay, somebody's. A, History. Okay, yeah, I got it. We're going for the. Okay, we'll do that next. But I want to also get to this. So, do you think this is real or false? Someone, their excuse to me was this: they were coming here to, to be honest, to hook my barbecue up to the gas line. Yeah. Uh, and the, their excuse was they couldn't come because there was no. This the truth. It could be truth. Or it could be false. I think as soon as I say it, everyone's going to go. Well, it must or the, Just to, look. It's I'm I'm lying or I'm not. Uh, I've done sillier things. So, to George Carlin, I will be honest with the answer. The, the excuse that he couldn't come, uh, there was blood coming out of his dog's ass.
2: Oh, yeah? Okay.
1: Did that really happen or did I make it up? Aristotle? I mean, that does happen. Mm-hmm. It could, that's it sounds so do you like think, a valid reason. Okay.
4: But you said George Carlin, right?
1: I, I'm going to tell you the truth. That this did happen. Oh, gotcha. I'm going to tell you whether this happened or not. Okay. Oh wait, are what we you guessing think? if this actually happened or if that's a real? Not if that if that ha- if this story happened to me or who it said did, it? I don't. Maybe I'm okay. It happened. Why am I? I I'm right. trying to stretch the show out. <laughs> that's what I was told to do with the Podcasters <laughs> Association. They go, you gotta stretch things out. Get you make you take something, you stretch it out. You do a two minute beat. you can stretch it out to an hour. That's, that's all I was doing. That's What happened
5: yes, to the dog's ass? <laughs>
1: So what were we just talking about, real quick? I want to get right back the, into it. The dog's ass. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So yeah, the, the guy was ass. coming to fix the barbecue, and he texted me. He goes, "I really feel bad because they had canceled like three times, but there's blood coming out of my dog's ass, and I have to rush him to the vet." Now I thought I've I know from having dogs over the years that that is something that happens, and it could be, they could have eaten something, it could have punctured something. It's you know it's something you could or it could be not that big of a deal. So, I thought. I think he's being honest. Like, if I had to guess, someone asked me, because I read the text as it came in, and he canceled, I go, yeah, it's just, you got to be really second-guessing to the third guess to the flip it around, the flip de to go, okay... Blood coming out of your dog's ass. That's so ridiculous,
2: I'll say it, because no one would doubt it. So well, I, <laughs> so mean, I if, believe that they're right, walking. His, his, his dog, dog is fine, by the way. He had already he had already canceled a few other times. What Two were other the, times.
1: What were the other
2: excuses? Blood <laughs> coming out of his ass. Wait
1: a second, <laughs> I never put it together. And the time before that it was his cat's ass. Oh my god, I feel like a moron. And he said he had a pet parakeet
2: that had blood coming out of its ass. Oh Wait, my who's God! Your, uh, who's all your barbecue the, uh, guy? Uh, he lives in my uh, complex. They <laughs> don't allow pets. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, this is what people are scared about this show, and this is why Dylan eventually was sad that he left us, because we wrap it up, we take it all, we take the lunacy. There's still a warm blanket we'll throw around you. You know, or look, one of those
2: sun-powered cooling tents. <laughs>
1: Thank you. That no matter what, even if you're not liking the bit we're doing, we're always throwing a blanket of love around you. Because our only criteria in this show for us to adore and love you is that you feel that way about us. We accept everybody for who you are, what you are, the good you've done, the bad you've done, who you want to be. When you're here, you're appreciated. So... It's really a foolproof show, if you ask me. Uh, and I think anyone not enjoying it I should talk about it to that. a doctor. Anybody not enjoying our show, I really do think, should go to a therapist and so lo- in a loving way say, Why can't I love
2: to? this show? Dylan. And the therapist Dylan, will explain to you. You're gonna need to seek psychiatric you're help. You're gonna need psychiatric help, Dylan. I'm Based not joking. Thank you. On and thank you so much
1: for being honest. Yeah. Go ahead. That the floor you is yours.
2: Based solely on the fact that you stopped listening to the talk last show. Thank you. You need to seek psychiatric Exactly. Uh, I actually don't. like like this, The bridge went down, no, by went the way. This went too far. Oh my God, little, God, like, I have down. so much respect for like going to see the therapist. Dylan, I, I say go see a therapist just no matter what. It's got nothing to do with this podcast. we can't hurt.
1: Can I tell you something?
2: That you're going to love? Can I, you're going to love? My therapist just moved. So wow, fucking... that sounds like a sitcom. <laughs> Why do you have to ruin it? Um, it's not that funny, so I guess maybe. Maybe one of them CBS ones.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Thank you. I love the ratchet this time of year. Is that weird? No, it is a real nice dog days of summer instrument. Oh, there's so much to get to. How much? Do, do you have a half an hour? Yeah. You do? I want to get back. I think there's something that I wanted to get back to because I just
1: remembered. Well, because I have some things. You know, this that story was not even... That's just free. I don't charge people for that.
4: Also, anyone willing to lie about blood coming out of their dog's ass isn't
2: someone you want hooking up your barbecue. Thank you. It's a it's bad not, energy. It's not someone you want to question. Who picture, gives a shit? Just picture, wait till that guy doesn't have an excuse. <laughs> picture Picture a guy,
1: right? And his dog's ass is fine. He's on the phone telling you his dog's ass is bleeding. I felt bad. I hope the dog was all right. But picture in real life, he's completely lying. Now this guy that said that his dog's ass was bleeding is over there fixing the barbecue that you're going to prepare tortured meat. Oh, this whole story sucks. Tortured meat? I'm, I'm only cooking vegetables on that you barbecue. Only, uh... I don't want hate on my barbecue. I'm starting all over again. I don't want hate on my barbecue. From now on, we will only grill corn on the cob. Vegetables, things that can be barbecued that are not uh, uh, mean. That's Pine- right. There's pineapple. new rules and steak.
2: Pineapple and <laughs> steak. No, yeah, I love steak. No, well come on. Why men say only fools
1: rush in Holy steak and I can help falling in love with you. You know who, when I say you, I mean every single goddamn one of you.
2: In
1: Listen to this don't know much about song see if we can make up things.
0: Don't know much about
1: Listen to the words.
0: Okay. much I,
1: I mean, I get, much I get it. I get it. All right, I get it. Don't know much biology.
0: All right. Don't That's okay
1: Don't know much about. Wait, wait, wait.
2: Cut everything. Cut everything. Stop it all. Stop it all. That song's got cool drums. (laughs) What? The Don't Know Much About History song? Play that again and just listen. But just like, get your ears to focus in on the drums for a second. Don't
3: know much about the science book. Don't
0: know much about the French I took. Don't know much about history. No more much, yeah, yeah,
2: there's a jump right there That's like, you got it like no looped, right? Much. That's what happened, yeah That's a, a very jump. good observation but There's there there some clean really drumming in there there good drums in there Clean And it doesn't, like, it doesn't sound expensive or fancy It just sounds well, That's really what good. I tell
1: Eric, stop Stop making a meal of it <laughs> That's what your mom told me
3: <laughs> His mom
1: <laughs> sits in on some of the shows And writes in Nobody
3: can play the drums
0: Quite like Eric
1: That guy so this guy, his family, they never watered their lawn. They live right across the street from us. They had a dead lawn literally twenty every year. They never cut it. Weeds in the yard. They didn't pick anything in the world. The kid used to sit out there and pick his nose like eight hours a day. I didn't know. I thought maybe there was a problem. Guess who he is?
2: Who's who? that? Who? He
1: owns White Glove Car Wash.
2: What? Yeah, the one on La Cienega. On La Cienega? Yeah. I went there four weeks ago. Yeah, it's like a whole big thing. He owns six of them. I think someone stole my iPod. Can you ask him? Do you, do you still know this guy? Yeah, we're friends. I've gotten nowhere through their lost and found <laughs> department. So if you could hit somebody up, I've been li- I've been trying to listen to my favorite podcast, the Todd Glass show. Oh, you like the Todd Glass show? I did, but I lost my iPod four weeks ago at White Glove Car Wash. You want to have a fun? You want to have a fun game? Where this bit folds in on itself <laughs> And we don't know where to go <laughs> Sometimes I just get lost I'm hoping that I can just cleverly I was Dylan again I mean, are we going to do that song? What song?
1: I don't know much about Canada Oh yeah, I was wondering how many things you could say you didn't know about Before someone went <laughs> Don't know much about Politics I don't about Canada Don't, know, don't much know much about, about social about issues
4: I don't know much about
1: Don't know much about any other countries. Just try to stay with the rhythm. Don't know much. I don't know shit. Don't know much about history. I don't know much about myself. Don't know much about global warming. (laughs) Don't know much about astrology. Don't know much about other people's feelings. Don't know much about chemistry. Don't know how we should end the deficit.
4: I don't know much about carpentry.
1: Don't know how someone would build a house.
2: Don't know much about theology. Don't know much about brain surgery. Don't know much about T43. I don't know much about simple math.
1: I don't know, but I do know one is one is two. But I do know one and one is two and I do know that 2 and 2 is 4 or twos and I do know that 5 minus 2 is 3 and I do know that 5 minus 2 is 3 and I do know Trigger what a wonderful world this would be what a wonderful world this will be what a what a We can't go yet, because we have 20
2: more minutes. Don't know much about You geology. should have ended Don't know much about Let's listen to that.
1: Don't know much about the style. Don't know much about Can you play the uh, instrumental
2: version of that song? That is it. Oh, the original? We have the original. Tumble, but can you play the one that doesn't have uh, the lyrics? No. Let's let it breathe, right? Oh, this is the I love. Shh. Oh, I, see what, I, see what I I see what I was looking for. It's not here. I get it. Well, let me tell you something, Jeff. We're we're going in. We're getting... listen. What was that song? Was that song about Jeffrey, Jeffrey, like not knowing Jeffrey. stuff?
0: Jeffrey, Jeffrey,
1: Jeffrey, Jeffrey. 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 Look out. Are you high? Jeffrey, Jeffrey. Jeffrey, Jeffrey, Jeffrey. Jeffrey, Jeffrey. Jeffrey, Jeffrey chef chef Jeff, 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 yep, Jeff, Jeff, chef Jeff chef 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 Jeff chef 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 chef
0: chef 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 chef
3: chef 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 chef
1: Paris, that's a that's a by song, and I love you so, and yes, I know how <coughs> <Have coughs> <Love coughs> life can be. <laughs> We got to go. We
2: have ten more minutes, and I'm gonna just—that's
1: what I like talking about it because I'm not. I love so when nervous. people
2: say that when it's like, are you, "Is there real? Does somebody else need the room?" <laughs> I know. Well, I thought, can I be honest? <laughs> I'm yeah. high, so I'm paranoid. You have somewhere to go. No, man, it's the Todd Glass show. You think any? You think any idiot has ever scheduled anything after the Todd Glass <laughs> show? <laughs> <laughs> There's no saying yes to the God Todd Glass show with a hard bless out.
1: Jeff Tate, he is. God bless is Jeff Date, but stays the same. God bless Jeff Day. Is Jeff Day, day. He, he is wonderful. He's amazing. he is, is a oh. Jeff, oh. Jeff oh. Day. We're happy to see he I don't, that's some, thank you. That actually is apropos, in the moment, to George Carlin. Really, you were hogging it over there.
2: I just lit it.
1: (laughs) It paints a picture. Wow, there's a great energy in here. Aaron Simon.
2: Hey, can I go back to something real quick? Sure. Remember when you were talking about, uh, you were talking to comedians about like the words that they sh- can and couldn't or whatever, or should, shouldn't, whatever, say now? Like the, oh, just for me, like yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, but for what it's worth, I think everybody should say whatever they want. Just I can give input yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, but ultimately, like, people should, honestly, right, I'm, not right, being, like, I'm not being coy. Like, I have be, my uh, opinions, but never stop doing anything. Until you really feel you should, don't let peer don't let peer pressure change your opinion. I, I
2: well, no, do like that's peer pressure. Like sometimes peer ex- pressure. Maybe that's is, a good reason. But no, no, like you're not like if people are peer pressure, you to not say. I will. I will say this. How about just try the joke without it? It's like tr- like rewrite the joke. See if you could do it without it, and see see how it works then. Because if it doesn't work without that word, then you're not really a comic. And if it doesn't... That's end, a good way to
1: look at it, too. There's yeah. more than one way or
2: two ways to look at a joke to put it through a, a litmus test of, uh,
1: of you know... Right.
2: Your yeah. jo- your, your, the reaction you're getting is now based solely on one word. And that's right. not what a joke is. That's what a guy who knows that word could do. There you go. Look at you, Jeff. Anybody says anything that echoes some of my sentiment, it always feels nice.
1: And when they say it cleaner, it makes you feel better. Hey, how about uh, one bourbon, one scotch? We got one bourbon, one Mitch. So it'd be great if there was a, you know, like, uh, you know, usually when they, you know, usually when the guy's up there with the guitar and they're doing their jokes before they do their song. Yeah, yeah. What if, what if they had great jokes like Mitch Hedberg's? They're like, all right. Ah, can I get some reverb, please? This is him just before he's going to do a song that's going to be like one of the best fucking songs on the planet. This is... He's got, is that, is that, you think that's a good way to look at this bit? Like, but he does Mitch Hedberg jokes. Smoking a cigarette. Now he does, yeah, he's smoking a cigarette, but they're not Mitch Hedberg jokes. They're his. For this bit, they're just how funny this guy is. And he's got, he, and in between songs, he'll just be like, he's got a cigarette. He's like, the other day a guy asked me if I wanted a frozen banana. I said, no. I want a regular one later. So, yeah. Wait, did I fuck that up? No, you did it right. But that's, uh, yeah. You ah. did I saw a sign. It said escalator broke. Shouldn't it say escalator
2: temporarily stairs? <laughs> ah. Ah. I do like that for sure this guy would drop the tags. <coughs> like he's not going back for that. Try doing it. Try doing it. Do you think Uh, the guy uh, uh, I went to see a doctor. All he did was suck the blood from my neck. Don't go see Dr. (laughs) Acula. Do you think the guy who invented a bomb had a black ladder appear above his head? (laughs) Spaghetti is something to have when you want a thousand or something. Rice. Rice. Rice is good if you're hungry and you want two thousand or something. Giddy up! I did not go go to Vietnam to serve you hot dogs. (laughs) That's somebody's show. That's somebody's show, yeah. Duck's opinion
1: on you is pretty much based on whether you have bread or not. Give it a ride. Ride a cowboy. Come on. Come on. Don't leave none of my jokes hanging. Yes. I blame the drummer if my jokes don't get laughed. He he can save anything. Anything.
4: Ah, two and one is a bullshit term. That's why they vented two,
1: because one couldn't fit into two. Or two couldn't fit into one. That's right. Get ready to hammer this next joke home. Come down soft. We We can give Eric any cues we want. Come down soft. But I'm telling you, get ready to come in and hammer like you've never hammered before. Let me take a hit in this joint. I want to invent a vending machine that sells vending machines. The only problem is, it'd have to be real fucking big. Uh,
2: Can you farm? I can't remember the rest of it. (laughs) (laughs) Take it
3: Wow.
2: I've never played... (coughs) (coughs) My lungs are ruined. What did you say? Then you ever try to write like when I first started, Mitch was the tops. So of course some of these jokes ended up like Mitch jokes, but the jokes were the Midge jokes I had. So oh yeah, well, I yeah, like, yeah. Oh, they, these are like Mitch jokes. Do you but remember some were, of them? Yeah, my, one of them was. Uh, yeah. Can uh, I don't. I, I don't be like I want to
1: act like it was my idea. I'm sorry. This is so sad. Okay. Can I act like I get it out of you, and then we'll yeah, edit yeah, out yeah, the yeah. part
2: where I'm answering. Yeah, it's fine. What was that? Was that for
1: real, or was that a sound effect? it was for real you could have said it was a sound effect I would have no idea makes me calmer because the sound effect there's no broken bottle but it didn't break it just fell and it's water who cares Um, I like the idea I like the way water looks when it's drying
2: on the cement, it looks so clean. It does,
1: right? You ever so anyway, hear that? Back saying, to, hold that, on, hold that on. I want to
2: so boy. They just watch water dry.
1: You know what? When you have nothing to do, that's not so bad. You play music too, and you do a light show. But <laughs> why not? <laughs> what about you? Well, that's not. That's not just water dry. Just
2: throw some water on a sidewalk yeah. and take your Put- seat. <laughs> take your seat. <laughs> that's what they make it sound like.
1: Did they, they all? This used to be ex-
2: a bigger puddle.
1: That, that is an expression oh, that never yeah. really happened. There's no city where they all get together in the town hall to watch water dry. <coughs> it's, it's just an expression. Don't tell me they're like, Come on, we're going to be late to watch the water dry on the we're cement. We're going to miss the water part. We're going to miss the water drying. Now It's an expression that means they might have been bored and there weren't a lot of activities to do in that city. But I really have to stand my ground that I don't think that there was a place where people would meet in the town square but hold on, somebody is saying we have a recording, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. It's a little distant from the microphone, but apparently it's, um, hold on, let me read this. They're claiming uh, that it's a lot of people gathering in a town, wa- walking down the street, and they're going to a, sounds like a, uh, a uh, water drawing festival. Follow me, follow me
4: That's right, we're tuning in to
1: the the annual That's right, that's right Get first row tickets to watch the water dry Oh, that's right Come on over here, five dollars How about you, sir, would you like to buy tickets to watch the water dry?
2: Yeah, where, 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 how? People, people gather from all over the country I only have these buffalo nickels, sir Can I tell you something?
1: run from the bit this is when I love it in an improv troupe if you're not feeling it you have to just run, do it run, so run, good to from have this right. run, run, you know run, when you just get run, lost the what the fuck run, this run, takes you where you want to go run, 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 run Jeff do you have hold on stop the band stop the band stop the band do you have any questions for me yeah and don't be stupid the Mitch Hedberg thing. <laughs> what about it? If you add Mitch Hedberg jokes that you wrote. Oh, we were talking about that. The ones. Yeah. Do you do you know? Do you have any? Oh, how do you? How did you know that Aristotle? It was. It happened here on the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it also happened. No, we wrote ones. No, we did Mitch Hedberg rewrites. We oh, didn't no, do that yet.
2: No, we haven't done that yet.
1: No, I know that. We, yeah, yeah. Uh, what
2: we did was me doing yeah. Mitch Hedberg jokes with the with the band behind me. Yeah, yeah. Like it's and a, it's then a... and then I told you that uh, I had some jokes that were like. Oh, what were jokes. they? Thank you. And you, Thank you but and you were like, do you mind if I pull this out of you? So I was gonna let you somehow get me to say it. No, let me hear. Th- oh, okay, cool. So, do you mind sharing some of those uh, jokes with me? What what jokes? Some, you of the, about? some of
1: the jokes, when they were more Mitch Hedberg jokes, can you tell me what some of them were? I know you're probably uncomfortable to do something to like that. I tell you some of Mitch Hedberg's jokes? No, the, when you, wait, am I doing this right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Man. Oh, my God, I'm so, I've never been so <laughs> nervous. Which, not nervous, but like, am I doing this no, right? there's definitely, listen, I was, I'm going to say this. I'm now comfortable enough to say this. This happens a lot with us, where you commit to the bit until I commit to the bit. And then you bet, like I'm too good at it, right, man? And you bet, and you. It's just... a good sign, and
1: I say the same thing every time. And then you get lost. But yeah, sometimes somebody commits so well, I get,
2: I think, were they serious? You know what I'm talking. But really, about. like this is just fun because check out this check out this joke. It was about uh, James Bond. I was like, my joke about James Bond was like, but it, it was like a Hedberg joke. Like I would have tried to get Hedberg to do it. Uh, uh, James Bond, hang on. <laughs> Take your time. Don't get nervous. All there no, are 40,000 uh... people listening. No, that's fine. Is that, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Uh, James Bond is full of shit, is what I say. He always wears a tuxedo. I wear a tuxedo. I, I can't even get down the stairs, let alone jump from one speedboat to another. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's Jeff Tate, everybody. We're going in for the close.
2: Oh, uh, it's... Too much though, because I have another one. Like, they're real quick on the trigger. Oh, go ahead. You we can, do, got, we you can guys celebrate everyone. You has got these real quick triggers well, with s- the. Drives. I tell them,
1: I say, I'd rather you go quick trigger than minus enough triggering. With right, nothing, but that's
2: because you usually have, like, your guests are usually not you. good at this. No, the and problem. And they need the outs. I'll tell you the problem. The I problem. don't need the outs. Yeah. So I'm an interesting guest. Let me
1: tell you something. I know you're kidding.
2: and I know, of course I, I am. Well, of course, but We've if We've been I, here for like two hours. None of this has been interesting. Listen, let me tell you.
1: Uh, The only thing that's interesting, and people are jealous about my show, how about that in-depth talk we had about your dad? That was That I should isolate that, sell it as a special.
2: Yeah. With that music playing with oh, that, man, music? that was really great. It's a
1: Netflix special, right? So guys right, no idea right. what he's talking about.
2: I mean, we had a uh, I here. feel really blessed. If you actually want to talk about it, he got uh he had He was in hospice care in home hospice that true? care for the last year. Yeah. And we didn't get along uh for much of my life and most of my adult life. Like he he's real uh He had his own he was kind of a, you know, he's rigid. Did you say. make amends towards the end? Yeah, having that year where he was in, where he was just at home and be like, he didn't get out of bed for a year, and I just was uh, over like spending a lot of time. Like I gained a lot of uh, empathy. Like, like it kind of uh, just like I was able to get to get rid of a lot of things, and we ended, you know, the fact that the the like we the last things we said to each other were nice things, like. Like that, like it. We got lucky. It could have been so many for so many decades. It was odds were against it. So it's like it could have been as it could be bad, but it was it wasn't that bad. And then we scattered the ashes in Santa Cruz. That was fun. Yeah.
1: You um
2: saying that about your dad, literally. And I, uh, by the way, that's
1: funny too. Uh, <laughs> it's hard to. I think it's funny to ignore it, but sometimes it's so hard because inwardly it makes me giggle every time. <laughs> but there's also something funny about just moving past it. Like, wait, don't they know that? Um, but uh, that calmed me to hear that. Just if you believe in energies, that the last, that's simple. It's just all about energy. The last things you said were nice. Of course that feels better. It doesn't take... That's just simple math of social yeah. understanding of another human being. To, to have someone leave the planet and you had good energy towards each other. That, that'll that's your, That starts being who you are. That stuff... So the, the more you can have that stuff go the way you had it go with your dad, the more you'll be a healthy person. Yeah, so yeah. So that's a like good a, thing to have happen to make like a amends. Shift.
2: There's like a seismic shift. Yeah. And by I the way, in my own like life. And you can both take
1: credit for it because you know what? It's yes, that's my, that's what helped you do it. But you could have also been like a lot of other people that had the different story to tell. That and some people do, and we're not poking fun at them. Hey, towards the end, did you ever make amends? And some people go, you know, I feel bad, but I never could. I didn't, maybe I, most of the time they wish they would have tried more. So the fact that you were able to do it is a big deal. It is. And it it was
2: just because of that hospice year. Like if you, if anybody feels like that, I say, uh, you gotta, like as best as you can, you have to let that go. Like actively let that go. Cause it's not, cause honestly they were the parent. If it's a fucked up relationship, it's, they were the ones who taught you how to have relationships. So you can't consider, You can't blame yourself that it wasn't great. You were you were the baby for most of it, right? right? Most of your relationship with your parents, you're a child, and how, how you treat someone who can't like defend themselves. If you're just an antagonist to that person, that's yeah. not. You can't really blame yourself later. Grief is a uh, grief is a transactional emotion. It's deposited into, like, how much grief you feel is in correlation to how much has been deposited into you, like, Mm -hmm. there's, because so many people, like, and I did this too, where I felt bad for not, for how, like, I didn't know if I was feeling bad enough, you know? Like, if you had that, like, like, do I not feel bad enough? Like, should I feel worse if this happened? Like, am I crazy? Am I, and then you just realize it's like, second guessing those is not, is what's the problem, not having them you just have the emotions and then don't right right and then it goes so it was a really uh it was a good uh it was a good it was a good thing i just don't want anybody to hang on to stuff like that if they they have it i know because i had it for so long and just being able to get rid of it is really nice i mean it's better
1: (laughs) yeah i know (laughs) the good news is that i do know a few situations where People had it go the way it did for you, and so you're always hoping that's the case when you ask that question. Because, uh, but i I know a few friends that have had miraculous, uh, healthy. Uh, you know, both people came to their senses, and you know, and had, a, and sometimes you have a little time to do it. It's even, uh, you know, you can enjoy it for a little bit too. But whatever time, even if it's one minute that you had peace on this earth, it's worth really giving a shot. There's cases where it can't be done. Just all you can do then is still just talk positive about that person whatever you got even if it's not that much you like the way I take a nice tribute and I try to include everybody because somebody's out there no
2: I do it like I, I agree with that like I like I like trying to spin things positive like you know how everyone says have patience that's that's a lie like because that means that you can have it or not have it and when you lose it like it absolves you of responsibility I now whenever I am in stuck in traffic I n- I now think now is a chance I get to practice being patient, and then I get better at it. And it's a because it's traffic is like low stakes. You know it's going to be there, so you can just go do it. It's like right. it's like how you go like box. Like you don't just go. I'm a boxer, and then box. You go. Practice you know why that's great?
1: That's a great way because it's tan- so tangible. Like to yeah. go. Wait,
2: when I'm in traffic, there you go. There's a little. I mean, traffic got, sucks, but now is- there's something good about it. like now yeah. you can use it to make because then. Later, when you need some, you don't always get. You don't. It's not as predictable as traffic.
1: You know what though? Do we, is this the type of advice that only helps if you're running on time?
2: No, yeah. I mean even if you're running, even if you're not, even if you're running late, you can't do anything about the traffic. So it is. So like, that's just like an extra screaming. No, I'm not a screamer by the way. So I'm, no, I'm it's comedically. A, it's amazing how how just like having this idea of practicing, being patient, just helps me take an extra breath. Right. It's so a good way to look forward. at it. Yeah.
1: It makes sure you beat your best. Okay, here you go. Here's your time to put, you know, it's always easy when things are great to say, we should appreciate it. It's a good time to give yourself a little test. I have done that to myself and failed and succeeded. And yeah. it's not fun when you're failing. When you're thinking, okay, something like a mantra in your head. Kids, mine is, kids are sick. Kids are sick. There's kids with cancer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like put fucking things into perspective. Okay, listen put it in the
2: perspective because for me it's that's usually unorganization that's pretty aggressive, that's pretty aggressive it right? is it is but it's that's the truth i know but it's it is the truth but there's, there's it doesn't mean you're not be... allowed to be upset no but it means put
1: it in the perspective uh
2: you know and it's weird when but, my... what, but what you can't have like your life isn't isn't worth anything because you don't have cancer like... no no but that's what we're, that's why put in the perspective no, I, under- I understand what you're saying put it into perspective but don't like I feel like having that as your mantra is going to add more to more just a general uneasiness. You no, know, you know what? It's affectionate I know, I'm yelling. Serious. Like, I I'm call serious. it affectionate yelling. Just to put it into perspective, it
1: doesn't mean you can't be bummed. No,
2: but just thinking about kids with cancer. Just oh. even having that be part of a regular thought. You, you know have,
1: what? They lo- Can I tell you? Like thinking you, of do them you, doesn't you? help. only helps them. So it's all positive. Yeah, it's... I know it's the, 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 the it's a sad
2: truth, but I. think... You don't not think of them, and you don't like you. You're a chari- you're a charitable person. I think I think their pain isn't. I don't you're think clearly well, not pro maybe, kids with cancer.
1: No, but maybe acknowledging their pain in a weird way makes it only thing that could be good about it, and that's to remember it. Like remember what they're going through, and that helps you appreciate the other end, and it puts the, that they're that they're sent that their purpose. It gives their purpose value the more you learn from that, if it's a mantra that you have to remember a sad truth, but at the end of the day, m- helps put things in the perspective of what, what, you know, it doesn't mean you can't be bummed. That's not the point. Well, what about maybe, maybe it's a healthy thing to do in, in, lo- in sort of, you know, not, not as, a, as a, that their, their life had purpose. That's right. It really tangibly makes their life have purpose if what they're going through changes the outcome of how you deal with what frustrates you. If that if that puts it in perspective, if there's anything to scrape out of it <laughs> that's positive, it's that. I know I'm making sense. Look, I'm not trying to say it washes it away, but
2: no, I know. But a similar thing, like the same idea, is what I do. Where I just think of uh, whatever I start to get real down about it. We're closing the show about, too. We're already done. Yeah, We're but going I think over. about. I, think I already about, got the wrap it up. Son, how long have we been going?
1: Not long enough. Are you serious?
2: Yeah, you didn't no. get the wrap-it-up sign. That was, you got you a was, there was a contract here that says three hours. Time. No, no. How long have we been going? Uh, two hours, six minutes. Oh Magic God. Johnson. But, that's who I, I think about. Magic Johnson. Yes, what about him? When I was 13 Sports talk. years Go old. Go ahead. Is that what's no, popular? No, no, no. Just when I was 13 years old, it was 1991. Magic Johnson went on television and told everyone he had AIDS, and he was retiring from basketball, and he never, ever had a bad attitude. He was never angry. He was never... And it, this was 1991. There was no reason to think he would, 30 years later, he would own the Dodgers. He just never let he it is. get him down. Mm-hmm. And he had every right to let him get it down, but he just kept a good attitude, and now they at got him. He owns a bunch of TGI Fridays. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and... And the Dodgers. Jeff, and the Dodgers. Jeff, 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 that guy. That guy. He owns the Dodgers now. He owns the Dodgers. Oh a bunch of movie God. theaters. A bunch of. That's TGF crazy. Jeff, 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 That's the Todd Glass show, everybody. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Thank
1: you. God bless America. And God bless everybody.
2: Uh, we don't do plugs on this show. Oh yeah, sure. This is what we do them right here. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I'll even, would you like a little betting music? No, no, okay. no, no. My voice, my voice has a white. Bring noise it down. Bring the drums down
1: and bring the music down. Just so soft. Bring the music in. Just uh, so soft.
2: I have a. Here's my plug that I want to talk about. It's called Altered Tates. It's a podcast that I make with my brother. Okay, I love it already. We started it. It's live. We record it live in front of an audience at a place called Bogarts in Cincinnati. It's a real. It's an old rock club. It's fucking dope. Like. It's been around since the 70s. Like, every every cool person. Tom Petty played there in the 70s. Prince. And then you get a crowd that, that comes out. And yeah, people come out and we record this podcast. When's the next one? The next one is August 23rd. August
1: 23rd. So if you live in that city or near it, you yeah. just heard us mention it. What city again? Cincinnati. Okay, you know there's people right now going, yeah. okay, I'm close to that. Go. And, and August 23rd is really close Go. to hey, right now. Hold on. I'm talking to a specific person that goes, all right, Todd, all right, I'm going to go. No, 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 you're going to try to go. Trying to go isn't good enough. I need people that are in the sound of my voice that could actually go to that show. Look, I'm not telling you to take a three-hour drive, although it wouldn't kill you. All right. But if I you're mean, if you're 40 minutes away, 50 at least. Right. Go. Jeff Tate, it's going to be great. You have another, mean, other comedians on the show what, with you?
2: I have. What I have is I got some uh, correspondents coming in, helping me out, telling me stuff, uh, Young, we have a young person on the show. He te- teaches us about young people things. Wow, I like uh, it. He also
1: happened to know when
2: the
4: next one after that would be.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was good at. September twenty eighth. <laughs> What's going on there? Uh, that's the next. Uh, with it, there's one on the August twenty third, which probably will have happened already. It was yesterday. Yeah. Can I? Can I? It went great. Can to I be honest with you? <laughs> I mean, the people that you would talk to. They're hearing you a day later thinking, <laughs> fuck, oh, that was me. That was me. That was me. And, yeah, it's a it was a great show. I can tell already. But it's really fun. Like, my brother and I spent a lot of time hanging out with each other. And, well, that's cool. And uh, so it's kind of a closed loop. So to get uh, other people to uh, help us out, find out other perspectives, other like what other people's lives are like. <laughs> Right. we're we're having him on like there's a guy coming on the next episode the one that you can listen to the one that you saw already mm-hmm. uh that guy i went to high school with him he's very funny but he's he's, heard... he's got kids so he's thought like we're having him on to talk about uh what it's like to be a guy like this that very easily could have been me what would it have been like if that was me i want to hear some of, some of those stories well, that's what so, you're going to hear on the Jeff thing, Tate yeah. Show, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here first. Altered Tate. I do a phony. <laughs> yeah. We hope you had a
1: good time. This is coming out from the broadcast studios, high atop the Sunset Strip in beautiful California. It's the Todd Glass Show with producer Aristotle. Tonight's guest, Jeff Tate. Of course, on drums. That's right, Eric Calvert. Sitting in on the keyboards, Aaron Simon. As always, our entertaining producer, comedian and onboard soundboard operator, and his own just special personality every week, John Brand Wagner. I'm your host Todd Glass. That's Jeff Tate. We bid you a fair goodbye. Let the song breathe. Only play 40 seconds of it end the show
0: abruptly it's you I like it's not the things you wear not the way you do your hair but it's you I like the way you are right now. It's you I lie
3: now leaving nerd.com.